This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Hello, everybody. WMMR Philadelphia. Housekeeping. No, thank you. Sleeping. Housekeeping, you want towels? Our towels need sleepy. Housekeeping wants in for pillow? Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. You're listening to Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR with Preston Elliott. You will listen to every damn word I have to say. And Steve Morrison. Words are like bullets. Plus, Casey Boyd. Lay off me, I'm starving. Kathy Romano. I'm going to destroy everything you own. Nick McElwain. I'm just not the, the hero type. And Marissa Magnata. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. And now... Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. There we are. That fable day, that Wednesday morning. Let's see how we're going to do in the weather. Uh, it's going to be pretty nice today. Just a smidge cooler. We get cooler each and every day this week. Um, 70 is our high today. We'll have uh, sunny to partly cloudy skies. And then tomorrow, 71, mostly sunny. Clouds coming in on Friday, 67 are high. We have a chance for rain on Saturday. The high of only 62 degrees. And then Sunday, some showers high of uh, 64 as well. So some rainy and cooler stuff on the way this weekend, unfortunately, friend. Let's take a look at traffic, see how we're doing this morning. Kathy, what's going on? Let me just change my yeah, shirt. Yeah, take your I clothes had, off. I had and, it on inside uh, out, so yeah. I just, oh. just need to fix that. Okay, so 95 Wait, south you, you, your underwear is inside out. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Oh, my God, last week. I'm a mess. Last week, I swear to God, my thong underwear were on backwards. Backwards? I was like, this is really You had the little strip oh, in the front? Yes. That's hilarious. Oh my god! I was in the bathroom. I was like, "Are you? Kidding How would you me? not know?" Well, it's yeah. not. I don't have like the the g string. Okay. Like, there's still a little bit of fabric, but yeah, I was like, "These ones, this pair is really uncomfortable." <laughs> Why do they design it like this? <laughs> I what? love this. That's the funny. A week is done. Yeah, done. Yeah. Thong backwards. backwards. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 95 southbound slowing from Academy, uh, uh, sorry, from Cotman to Bridge, and then on the northbound side from Academy to Woodhaven, uh, there was an accident that has been cleared. In Hunting Park, uh, West Sedgley Avenue, both directions closed between North 5th Street and West Erie Avenue, and that is because of a three-alarm junkyard fire. In New Jersey, volume building on 55 northbound from Deptford to the 42 freeway. This traffic report brought to you by Wawa Sizzlies. Wawa two for five Sizzly deals make breakfast the most important deal of the day. Great mornings start at Wawa. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Wednesday, September 28th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a teenager was killed and four others were injured after at least two gunmen ambushed the group outside Roxborough High School in Philadelphia on Tuesday afternoon. It happened around 4.30 on Peachin Street just as a junior varsity football scrimmage ended between three schools, Roxborough High School, Northeast High School, and Boys Latin Charter School. The Philadelphia School District's Emergency Crisis Response Team and a team of social workers and counselors 
will be on-site Wednesday at all impacted schools. Investigators say the five players were walking off of the field when two gunmen fired at least 30 shots from a light green Ford Explorer. Police say a 14-year-old male was shot and later died from his injuries. Three other teens ranging in age from 14 to 17 were taken to an area hospital in stable condition and a fifth player suffered a graze wound and was treated at the scene. Police say all the victims played football for Roxborough High School. The 14-year-old who was killed was a student at nearby Seoul High School of Agricultural Sciences. While the school doesn't have a football team, students are allowed to co-op and play with Roxborough High. Police say the suspects fled on foot after the shooting. Investigators have not released a description of the shooters nor a possible motive. However, they are asking if you have any information about the shooting to call police at 215-686-TIPS. Tragic, and I am very curious to know why someone would do something like that what was there some kind of a of a grudge or a beef or a you know I mean, it just makes no sense these kids were just playing football and they just get gunned down yeah i remember um years where are these ago, people getting these guns if they're kids you know oh yeah absolutely but um roxborough high i mean is like, like there's always something like this happening i mean i remember years ago um being right I, we were right down the street from them and uh this like uh mob of kids and it ended up being like this, such a fiasco fighting and th- we were like what is going on and that, that was years ago so was that a football game or um i don't know if it was no i don't think it was a football game i think it was just outside of the high school okay so so i would walk like every day a lot of times i'd walk with my dog and we'd walk in that general area and uh they'd seem for the long longest time you know i'd heard rumors about um you know stuff going on but i I never saw anything it always seemed pretty pretty mellow yeah well Health officials say Philadelphia is ground zero for a drug that is infiltrating the drug supply in the city. It's called uh, xylazine or trank, as it's known on the streets. Officials say drug suppliers are lacing the fentanyl and heroin supply with the animal tranquilizer because it's cheap and easy to get. The use of trank also comes with disturbing consequences of having to have limbs removed. Ew. So six ABC spoke. What? Yeah, six ABC spoke to a woman who already had her lamp, uh, her leg amputated, and now she's worried that she may actually have to have her arm amputated as well well. Uh, They're losing their limbs to necrosis, which is the death of body tissue. An expert in addiction medicine says more than 90% of the bags of heroin and fentanyl in Philadelphia are contaminated. He says Trank causes fast-moving necrotic wounds mostly on extremities and not necessarily at injection sites. Trank also causes a heavy sedation. People who inject or snort it are often knocked out for hours on end. While experts say it hasn't led to a surge in overdoses, it causes other withdrawal symptoms like extreme anxiety. Currently, Trank is heavily concentrated in the supply uh, in supply in the Northeast, but is spreading nationwide. Outreach groups like Prevention Point in Kensington and the Philadelphia Department of Public Health are now deploying pop-up medical units to help care for the wounds. Uh, too often, they say wound sufferers are hesitant uh, for help to go get help due to the stigma, but the loss of limbs is changing some minds. Jeez. Hurricane Ian strengthened to a Category 3 storm on Tuesday as it made landfall in Cuba and caused a nationwide blackout. Hurricane Ian is now headed towards Florida with landfall forecasts uh, for late Wednesday afternoon between Tampa and Fort Myers. The storm could hit Florida as a Category 3 or Category 4 hurricane, uh, though track timing and intensity could still change. Governor Ron DeSantis has declared a state of emergency. About 2.5 million Floridians are under mandatory or voluntary evacuation orders. Ian was expected to get even stronger over the Gulf of Mexico water because it's so warm, reaching top winds of 140 miles per hour. So my mom and sister are now in the mandatory evacuation. Okay, I was wondering, yeah. But they have nowhere to go, and they have no way to get out, so they're going to ride it out. They're going to see what happens. There are other people that are there with them. Okay, so they're condominiums, you know, like the 
Uh, the superintendent is staying there. Some of their neighbors are staying there. They're not going to be completely alone in the building. But as the building itself, as far yeah, as it's, durability, it's structurally, it's, yeah. it's very sound. very sound. All right. uh, but you know, it's flooding and things like yeah. that that are yeah. a big concern. Yeah. And they're on the ground floor, but they have somewhere they can go up if they need to, if they have to. But I mean, we just uh, and and the the mass exodus of people leaving. Like yeah. so, a few years ago, I forgot which hurricane had hit Florida last and kind of affected that Tampa area. It didn't hit head on. But my mom and sister tried to leave, and it was such a, it was so difficult for them to just get out of town and right, have right. somewhere to go that that was a fiasco in and of itself. They're like, and my mom is 85 years old, and she has some serious physical limitations, and so they're like, we can't we can't go anywhere. Also, you risk the, fa- the possibility of being stuck in transit because, yeah. because you can't move along. I remember, uh, was that the storm, Preston? Was it, they were doing coverage, it was... They were in Tampa, and and they were down by the beach or whatever. I remember like the water seemed to completely yes evacuate. That was when it yes it yeah. was Tampa Bay itself. Tampa Bay itself almost dried up. It right. was crazy. That's how powerful it was. Yeah, the, for some reason the you know the these these tide surges they right, go up right. and down, and all the water ran out of the bay. It was unbelievable. It was yeah, so I've, that was the one. I have a friend who's um, driving up right now. They left, um, I guess, last night, and uh, they were like, all right. We, we're out. We got yeah. out of here, yeah. so they were in that sitting in that mass exodus. Yeah, of so people. I'm I'm very concerned, very nervous. I, yeah. I think though, in the end, it's going to be my mom's going to be able to tell the story of we rode out the hurricane. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you never know. So the next you know 48 hours or so are going to be pretty good. And then after this, there's going to be power outages yeah. like crazy. It's just going to happen. You know, that's that's all there is to it. Yeah, so, true. And that can last a week, weeks. two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Who knows how long? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I'll I'll keep an eye on it this morning, and if there's Thank anything you. else to report, we'll uh, we'll do that. Cool. All right, let's do sports this morning. The Phillies lost to the Cubs uh, 2-1 last night in Chicago. Uh, what the f*** is this? Marcus Stroman pitched seven innings of four-hit ball, and Jan Gomes hit a tie-breaking double in the seventh inning, leading the Cubs to the win. The Phillies are... The f*** is that? The Phillies are trying to clinch a National League playoff berth, but have lost three straight games. They're two and a half games... <laughs> They're two and a half games behind the San Diego Padres for the second wild-card spot, but are still a game and a half in front of the Milwaukee Brewers, who also lost last night. The series against the Cubs continues tonight, and Aaron Nola will get the start. The first pitch is scheduled for 740. And in preseason hockey, the Flyers lost to the Sabres 2-1 in Buffalo. Is this? Travis Konechny scored the team's only goal, and Morgan Frost and James Van Riemsdyk picked up assists. The Flyers are 1-1 one one in the preseason, and their next game is tonight at home against the Washington Capitals. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. I'm still uh, trying to wrap my mind around you having your thong on backwards for the entire <laughs> You were out of the studio. Oh, you missed her. Yeah, she discussed that. that. <laughs> she she had uh, she had had her shirt on backwards, and right before we started uh, traffic, she t- took it off and flipped it around. She said, "Pardon me, I have to do this." And we started talking about having something on backwards. She had her thong on. <laughs> Last week. What? Last week, I was like, wow, this pair is really not that comfortable. And I was in the bathroom, and I was like, oh, Oh. my God, are you kidding me? Okay, so you were were basically double-thonged. 
Yeah. You were yeah. thinning in the front and, and the back. In the back. Wow. It, she said it wasn't a super, like, it's not like a G string. Okay. Okay. But there it was, was some fabric there. Thin enough. Oh yeah. That's hilarious. We need that today. We do, actually, yes. We have a lot of bad stories in the news. Kathy's thong saved us. It did. Yes. Kathy's song saved my. Life tonight? Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. Not, I can't even talk. <laughs> no, that's too many words. We'll yeah, come up with that. We'll come yeah. up with a title where that fits. But anyhow, <laughs> we have some other things to get to uh, this morning. Uh, loot is happening, so you have more chances to win money, 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 a thousand dollars a shot. All right, we'll do that at eight and ten in our show along alone, and then of course uh, noon, uh, three and five later on today. Uh, joining us as a guest, we actually have uh, the new evening anchor on Fox 29, Shiba Russell. She's great. She's we'll delightful, as they it, say. Uh, are we having her in, in the studio? studio? All right, so we get to meet her in the studio, which is really cool. And uh, we'll also go on Fox Good Day yes. today. It's a Wednesday thing. Figured we'd do this whole Fox thing all in one shot. So uh, we love those guys at Fox 29. So we'll meet uh, Shiba later on. And uh, we got stuff to give away and things to do. So let's take a break. And, oh, wait a minute. What? I left out the secret text story. Thank you, Casey. Uh, we have a chance for you to win a pair of combo passes for the Bates Motel and Haunted Attractions in Glen Mills. This week's big friggin' deal, by the way. So text the word SECRET to 39333. We'll bounce the word back to you. Later on, we'll ask you to call in with that word. The designated caller wins those tickets. And we'll grab a random texter as well to give that away. And if you buy, if you don't win them via the secret text word, you can get a pair for just 50 bucks. It's a big freaking deal. Now, that is while supplies last. And I have a feeling those are going to go. So go to WMMR.com and use the keyword deal and get those tickets before they're gone. But try and get them for free. Text yes. the word secret to 39333. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. The entertainment report is up with a stupid question when we get back. Stay there. If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. Now, HD. It ain't just for your TV anymore. Use your HD radio to hear the best-sounding MMR there is. Plus, enjoy MMR HD, too. The MM Archives channel. Everything that rocks never sounded so good. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. See app for details, and that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. <laughs> that must have been like a like a, like a level four camel toe. Oh. If, no, because there is still fabric. Okay, like all right, hang on. Let me let me before we discuss this. <laughs> Kathy okay. shared a story with I'm us. I'm going to show you what I. She have. wore her thong backwards, a whole, like a, almost an entire day. It's so hilarious. Not that long. <laughs> So hilarious. It just, it just took me by surprise. Why doesn't this feel right? Uh-huh. Yeah, so. I'm going to pull up a picture of what I have so you okay. can see. Ooh, uh, let you me can see, see what your panties Ooh. look like. Ew, stop it. <laughs> 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 All right, Steve, see the back? Oh, uh, I mean, it's still, it's but still I mean, th- that's smaller. a dramatic difference yeah, between the front. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But there's I, yeah, Rochelle wears those. I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. like those. I think those are. I, I'm not trying to gross oh, you out weird. or anything. I'm not getting them anymore. <laughs> I think they're sexy panties. Yeah. Wow. I'm not wearing them. Ew. <laughs> 
Should we call them underpants when we talk about it? call them bloomers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love your bloomers. <laughs> All right. We're going to give something away. Uh, stupid question. Four pack of tickets for uh, WWE Extreme Rules at Wells Fargo Center on Saturday, October 8th. Question I have for you is this. The telephone country code 82 hmm. will connect you with which country? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that, okay? The telephone country uh, code 82 will connect you with which country? Call now. A uh, lot of birthdays go through, so let me rifle through these. Today is uh, Wednesday, the 28th of September. Uh, actress and comedian Janine Garofalo celebrates her birthday today. Uh, she is 58 years old. Um, and you know what? I, I realized I'm like, I've not seen her in anything in a long time. I was wondering if she's still working. And I looked up her IMDb. Yeah, she stays quite busy. It's just stuff that I don't really see. Right, you don't cross with. But she's been in some great stuff. And yeah. uh, I, I mean, the first time I really saw her was on that Ben Stiller show, that, that yeah. uh, comedy show that he had on Fox briefly. It's become legendary. I love it. For all it. the people that passed through it. Yep. She's sensational. And maybe her best role, the pissed off waitress. At the um, in Cable Guy, medieval uh-huh. <laughs> world. Yeah, it's awesome in Cable Guy. I liked uh, Truth About Cats and Dogs. I it's thought that was a cute. It's a great rom com, and yeah. uh, she's a uh, the voice, uh, the main female voice in Ratatouille, and she's in uh, Mystery Men and Reality Bites, a bunch of stuff. So she's fifty eight today. Hillary Duff from Lizzie McGuire fame. Uh, is 35 years old today. She's in some show right now, right? Yeah, she is. Yeah. It's, it's a reboot? or uh, um, Lizzie McGuire? It might be. Okay. I don't know. I, I, happy, hell. Happy 35th How birthday. I Met Your Father is what How I Met Your that's Father. What that that's what is. Yes, yeah. you're right. Uh, Naomi Watts, uh, The Ring, King Kong, and other films. She is 54 today. Uh, Maria Servino, uh, Mighty Aphrodite. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Mira Servino. Um, and Romy and Michelle, and uh, daughter of uh, Paul Servino. Did he pass? He just passed. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, she's 55 years old today. Moon Unit Zappa, who brought us this song. Frank Zappa's daughter, and Frank wrote this song, and she did the vocals for And it. gave her a career. Yeah. Yeah, put it on the map. Yeah. I'm like, all these, like, really great shoes. And then they made a Valley Girl movie. That's right. Yeah. With uh, Nicolas Cage. She is uh, 55 today. Oh, um, it's Bam Margera's birthday. Ah. Ah. Bam uh, <laughs> has now been put into a um, voluntary uh, a rehab unit as opposed to mandatory, right? And they were hoping that uh, maybe the uh, the lack of, uh, of uh, you know, immediacy, if you have to stay here, you can't right, leave, might right. actually help him. I don't know. I was watching Celebrity Family Feud last week, and it was uh, two teams from the Jackass camp. It was Jeff Tremaine and, and then right. a whole bunch of guys, and then Johnny Knoxville and a whole bunch of guys, including Pontius and, and a few others, guys that you've known for a long time. And it was just kind of sad not to see Bam be a part of it because it was yeah. Steve-O wasn't there, but I think that was just like a scheduling thing. Bam has just been written off by those guys. Well, and you can understand why. Yeah, yeah, and we hope he gets it together. He can. Uh, he's uh, 43 years old today. Uh, actor Jeffrey Jones. Nine times. That's him. Nine times. <laughs> yes. Nine times. Rooney from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He's great in all that stuff, and yet I know he's got this. Um... This, this, I guess, this blemish, and I never quite understood exactly what it was. It had to do with artwork or something that he had, or he had some vintage uh, 
Underage porn is essentially yeah. what it was from yeah. what I understood uh, from, uh, you know, that was a while back. But, yeah, he got in some trouble over that. Right. Um, so, I don't know, man. Ah, hell. Uh, but, yeah. you know, if, if you just look at the things he's been in, um, uh, not only Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but Beetlejuice and Amadeus and Deadwood and uh, tons of things. Hunt for Red October. Yeah. Ed Wood, you're right. He's yeah. in the beginning of Hunt for Red October. Howard yeah. the Duck. Howard the Duck. I feel like he was in Howard the Duck. Um, he was. I think okay. he was. He was the, yeah, he was the bad guy. Yeah. He was the main evil guy, yeah. He's 76 today. Uh, the great Grant Fuhr, hockey goalie, first uh, African-Canadian to be inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame. He is uh, 60 years old today. He was amazing. seven finals. The starting lineup on that team, they're all Hall of, Hall of Famers on those yeah. uh-huh. I mean, Every one of them it's is so a, fair. I know. <laughs> and then, uh, finally, uh, the very uh, beautiful and uh, interesting Dita Von Teese. Uh-huh. Uh, I've met uh, her. Is 50. Yeah, she we was in our studio yeah. in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wait, wasn't she on the bus with me and her? Jose she, on uh, I sh- no I think that was a different one by well, I don't no know. that was that was Dita, was it Dita? yeah okay. yeah I don't know who else it would have been hey um I saw that movie the Olivia Wilde movie last night uh, don't worry darling right I feel like she was in that there was a scene in particular where there's a woman dancing and then she ended up in like a champagne glass. Not champagne, martini glass. All right. Okay, and I feel like it was yep. Dita. It was her. You're right. Okay. Yeah, I thought so. Okay. Would you, uh, real quick, uh, did you like the movie? Or I not? enjoyed it. I okay. don't know why it's getting savaged. Like, you know, All obviously right. you can pick apart every single movie. I thought the pacing was a little bit too slow. But other than that, you, I, were, I you thought, streamed it. I thought Harry Styles was really good. Yeah. I love Florence Pugh, man. She loves There's so many moments where I was like, oh my God. You're perfect. Mm. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, but uh, I thought the movie was good. All right. Uh, let's see if we can get an answer to the super question. The telephone country code 82 would connect you with which country? 215263-WMMR is our number. We're going to go to Rich. Hey there, Rich. Good morning. Good morning. Is it South Korea? It is South yeah! Korea, Rich. You're on Connexa. Hang on, Richard. Richard. We're, we're going to set you up. Richard! <laughs> <laughs> Richard, we're gonna set you over the four factors. Hey, what, what's Richie from? Oh, that is La Bamba. La Bamba. That is Eastside Morales. After the plane crash, right? I get that confused between the Ricky yell in uh, Boys in the Hood. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's this I'm... one. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, don't. And but that's not this one. Right, Ricky. <laughs> that's from Better Off Dead. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a Richard, a Richie, a Ricky, and a Ricky. All right. Wow. Okay. Okay. And then after that We're is... We're back. Sandy. Sandy. Right after that. Sandy. Yeah. Alphabetically? Yep. Uh, yeah. yeah. Richie. We, or, no. Richard. Yeah. Richie. Yeah. Whatever. We're going to give you four back tickets. Catch WWE's biggest superstars are in WWE Extreme Rules. Wells Fargo Center, Saturday, October 8th. And tickets are on sale now at the Wells Fargo Center, Philly. Dot com. All right, we're going to start. I've got like, you know, uh, there's a lot of heavy stories. In oh, there, man. But I mixed them up. I've got, right. I, I mixed them up a little bit. So uh, on Monday, uh, Vanity Fair published an exclusive excerpt from Constance Wu's forthcoming book titled Making a Scene in which she opens up about being raped by an aspiring novelist named Ty early in her career. Uh, the actress said that the assault happened on their second date. Uh, when Ty invited her up to his apartment, she wrote, I felt a twinge warning in my gut, but I ignored it. He didn't look threatening or shady in any way. And if you had been there, you would have agreed. As the pair became intimate later that night, Wu told him that she wasn't ready to have sex with him yet. Uh, even as she repeated this, he didn't listen. She said, he smiled at me again. I was like a baby kitten. He held me close, kissed me gently, moved my legs apart, and then he did it anyway. At, after that night, she said she buried what happened 
and tried to move on with life, but it all came back one day after she had finished filming Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, she said, I'd just woken up from a nap when the realization hit me like a flood. Ty raped me. He raped me, and I hadn't done anything about it. And earlier this month, she had also revealed she had experienced sexual harassment and intimidation from one of the producers on the set of Fresh Off the Boat. So my publisher really encouraged me to write about it, and I was like, no, nah, I'm done with that chapter of my life. Uh, but she said recently, uh, then I eventually realized that it was important to talk about because I did have a pretty traumatic experience my first couple of years on that show, and nobody knew about it because that show was historic for Asian Americans. So she's opening up about all this deep personal stuff in her book. and uh, That's heavy. Yeah, it is some heavy stuff, so hopefully she's found a way to, uh, it sounds like she's found a way to get past it and have some closure, but still, she's making sure that the word gets out so other people can be aware of those things. All right, a little bit lighter story. A collection of memorabilia from the estate of Betty White sold for a whopping $4 million over the weekend in Beverly Hills. They had initially estimated it to go between $400,000 to $60,000, so it went way over their expectations. It's like a billion, only it's $4 million. Uh, the top I selling Betty White Sibian. The, oh, oh wow! I would buy that. My God! Uh, the top selling. Thank item... you for being a friend. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, top selling item was White's director's share from the Golden Girls TV set, which sold for seventy six thousand eight hundred dollars, which is seventy six times the original estimate. That's great. Well, I thought they were going to get it for a grand. The level of fandom, and uh, you know, people just adored her. So I, uh, it's no surprise it went for much more than they were expecting. I almost don't want to mention this because we haven't bought tickets yet. But have you guys heard about this Golden Girls mystery dinner that they have? It's been yeah. going on for years. Yeah, okay. the one okay. in New Hope. New Hope. Yeah, yeah it was on my activity list. Yeah. Okay. So I wasn't paying attention last year when you talked about it. <laughs> yeah. Or at least I didn't retain that information. But uh, yeah, we have to do that. Yeah. Back to uh, Preston. Teleplay scripts Thank from... Thank you, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> Teleplay scripts from the pilot and final episode of The Golden Girls sold for $57,000 and $51,000 respectively. Uh, a 1950s oil painting of Betty sold for $43,000 and a 1986 lavender dress worn by White on The Golden Girls sold uh, for thirty-two grand, which is fifty-three times its original estimate, uh, her sapphire and diamond ring worn on the My- Mary Tyler Moore show sold for thirty-two thousand dollars, and that went for thirty-five times the estimate of it. As it's well. amazing, and her gold and diamond wedding ring worn during her marriage to Alan Ludden brought in twenty-five thousand dollars. So, uh, that's was any nice of that thing. earmarked for animal charities or it something? It didn't like that? say yeah. in the story that I read. I would, I wouldn't doubt it if yeah. it did, or maybe the family is keeping it. I'm not really sure, but a lot of that stuff sold. Um, in his final days, Anthony Bourdain was fed up with his fans, his fame, and his relationship with actress Aja Argento in a new book, according to the claims. Uh, many of the of Anthony's last texts were published in the unauthorized biography titled Down and Out in Paradise, The Life of Anthony Bourdain, which gives some insight into the famous chef's state of mind. He wrote to his ex-wife, uh, Otavia Buzia Bourdain, uh, I hate my fans, too. I hate being famous. I hate my job. I am lonely and living in constant uncertainty. <laughs> uh, he also seemed uh, to often be at odds with Aja, his girlfriend of two years, the book, Written by journalist Charles uh, Learshin, uh, claims that uh, the beloved parts unknown host became incensed uh, just five days before his death when he saw photos of the star of her, Aja, dancing with a reporter at a restaurant. And soon, Anthony got online and searched her name hundreds of times, which prompted a fight. He allegedly texted Aja one day before his death. 
uh, and wrote, I'm okay, I'm not spiteful, I'm not jealous that you have been with other uh, another man. I don't own you, you are free, as I said, as I promised, as I truly meant. But you were careless, you were reckless with my heart. Uh, she supposedly replied, I can't take this. Page Six said uh, that one of Anthony's biggest gripes stemmed from the fact that Aja and the reporter were dancing in Restaurante Campanesh, which... Uh, was where they would frequent together in Rome. So amidst a fit of jealousy, the actress broke up with Anthony and cited his possessiveness the following day, which was the day of his death. The book says that Anthony reached out to her uh, saying, is there anything I can do? And she replied, stop busting my balls. And he wrote back, okay. And then that was it. And then he hung himself. Oh, my God. Yeah. So after the death, Aja said that many people blamed her. But in a chat with uh, Daily Mail TV, two months later, she maintained that she's not at fault, even insisting the infidelity ran rampant in the relationship. She said, people say I murdered him. They say I killed him. I understand that the world needs to find a reason. I would like to find a reason, too. People need to uh, need to think that he killed himself for something like this. But he cheated on me, too. It wasn't a problem for us. He was a man who traveled 265 days a year. When we saw each other, we took really great pleasure in each other's presence. But we are not children. We are grown-ups. So, you know. Mm. Aja Argento is the daughter of Dario Argento, who is a famous horror director. director. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but I'm sorry, who is this writer and what was his relationship to Bourdain? Is he uh, just yeah. a dude who is taking advantage of somebody else's situation? Yeah, that I don't know. Okay. Uh, but, but but they were clear. Well, she I mean, was saying people, they were open. There are the people relationship. that do unauthorized biographies all the time. But, I know. But they, he apparently had access to texts. Right, saying, right. So. Uh, Sarah Michelle Geller was in the audience supporting her friend Selma Blair on Monday's episode of Dancing with the Stars, and the Buffy the act the Buffy actress uh, even teared up a little bit. I, I happened to watch this because you know I, I follow her um, Selma Blair on Instagram and all that she's been through medically, which she's been dealing with. And I'm thinking, okay, how how's she going to pull this off? She was dancing like a champ. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blair and her partner Sasha Farber performed to Jailhouse Rock for Elvis Week. Uh, the actress, who was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis in 2018, impressed the crowd with a cartwheel and a split during the routine. Uh, she uh, Blair told Entertainment Tonight, it feels so amazing, surreal. It feels so great to have this perspective in life. And Sarah's been with me, honestly, from the start of me moving to Hollywood. Uh, the Swedish Thing actress also shared that Geller pushed for her to get the part in Cruel Intentions. She said she rooted for me to get the part and worked with me on it. We became fast friends forever. So Look at this footage, Preston. He there to support her. Yeah, she's... Dancing around? Yeah, she's got plenty of energy. Yeah, That's it's great. great. Good for her. Uh, let's see. After they were photographed together during Milan Fashion Week, fans were hoping that Khloe Kardashian... And 365 Days actor Michelle Marone were a couple. However, a rep for Marone told people that it's just not the case. We're just friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the rep said Dolce. People are crazy. They just jumped to conclusions. Said uh, Dolce and Gabbana asked them to take a photo at the show. Michelle. Sure. Said that uh, she was very nice, and that was the extent of it. Another source shared that uh, Kardashian just met him in Milan that night, and they are not dating. She has no plans to see him again. A, a commercial with her, Preston, for a migraine medication. Uh, if they had told me that that was footage from another planet, and we had encountered alien life, I would have uh, believed it. She looks nothing like she used to look. Yeah. Everything is so taut and tight. It's wild. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. It's, I, I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't know. What, all, I don't know what all you have to do to. to I guess you you got to go under the knife, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Maisie Williams, the actress from Game of Thrones, has emotionally spoken about her fractured relationship with her father. Uh, she said, she's 25 years old now, by the way, she um, served as a guest host for the latest installment of the Diary of a CEO podcast uh, and spoke on her childhood. She said, well, I, as a young child before the age of eight, had quite a traumatic relationship with my dad. I don't really want to go into too much because it affects my siblings and my whole family. The actress said the relationship with her father really consumed a lot of my childhood. Ever since I can remember, I've been really, I've really struggled sleeping. And I think a lot of the traumatic things that were happening, I didn't realize that they were wrong. Uh, she said that um, once, uh, once that uh, that period of her life was over, she believed that uh, she was free from the past. However, she grew up and had other experiences. She realized there's never an end. Uh, destination for that freedom, and it comes from within. When are you going to let yourself be free from the pain? So I read through a lot of this, and you, she doesn't go into any specifics. But uh, physical, it seems like it might have been some kind of mm. uh, uh, abusive uh, issue that uh, you know her father was was taking this out on the kids. But mm. I, I don't know. If they were being emotionally or physically, you know. Well, you plant seeds with that. That'll follow yeah, you throughout yeah. your life. Asked about how she feels about her father today. She said, I've been thinking about this a lot. I've been trying to do this thing where I stopped taking things personally. Not just when someone has a bad day and they push in front of you in the queue, but the big things in life. She said, what if I said it wasn't because of me that that happened? Uh, if it if I wasn't there, it would have been someone else. It's not because something is wrong with me that these things happened when I was a child. So she's trying to have a healthy look at that it. That is a healthy way to look at it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I have nothing but heavy Something stuff. happy. Even if okay. it's bad, just laugh while you're reading it. Hey, here you yes. go. According to people, Brad Pitt and Emily Radkowski are enjoying one another's company. Oh, that's great. That's great. Nice. Two oh, super so good-looking rich people are having a nice time oh, together. Yeah. There is hope for all of us. <laughs> it's the only thing we can hope for, right? A source told the outlet that the bullet train actor... I'm an architect. ...and the model are spending a lot of time together. However, the source also shared that uh, friends aren't sure if it's serious oh. and that the pair don't appear to be dating formally. Hmm. They're having a good time together. She just split up. Well, Brad Pitt did not just split up, but she did. So she's who uh, she with? I, she, I don't she know was who married she to some with. Guy, Steve yeah. uh, Sebastian Bear McLeod. That's it. I, yeah, I don't know who that is. And the word was Nick that he was cheating on her. Okay. Yeah, well, believe it or not. Yeah, that's uh, moronic, but par for the course. Um, yeah, I've said this before. She does. I know how gorgeous she is, and she's a model. She does nothing for me. <laughs> I, agree. I, I don't wow. find her attractive at all. And neither do I. And I'm going to take this happy story and I'm going to ruin it by saying these types of things. But wow. I, Brad Pitt can do better. Everybody, <laughs> come on, Brad. I will tell you this. I think it is with Emily. Uh, I think the fact that you never see, <laughs> you never see her smiling. You yeah. never see her smiling. I think that she's got this dead fish look all the time. Yeah, right. uh, you're right. Yeah, uh, there's some of these gorgeous women that uh, think, think that, that their middle. smile looks poor. What this? No, up one, one up. We're looking at pictures. I think that she's pretty. It, she just doesn't do oh, anything for me. She's supposed to be like world level sexy and hot, and I agree. I, I don't find her that way. Have you ever seen her for the first time in Entourage? Yeah, um, yeah, and she she did it for you then? No, oh, okay, no, the, I didn't really know much about her, but her and now Arnie, Betty White, yeah, oh yeah. my god, yeah, uh, well, maybe it was the movie, like she and uh, Adrian Grenier's character, like, okay, got it on. <laughs> 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 
Okay. You are in real form today. Yeah, you're in a mood. That is from Tommy Boy. Come on, guys. (laughs) What line was it? Oh, no, no. Billy Madison. Billy Madison. Billy Madison. Him and her got it on. No, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. I can't. can imagine what it would be like, though, right? <laughs> nah, I can't. All right. Anyway. anyway. Anybody else want to weigh in? Ed Murata? No, I'm good. All right. no. you, what do you think, Back Preston? to you, Preston. I'd chuck her one. <laughs> All right. Okay. You'd hang out with her and be happy like Brad Pitt is. Yeah, there you go. Okay, but yeah. not date. Yeah. Okay. No. Well, no, I don't know. I don't know her. Can I get to know her for a little while? Jeez. Uh, is that too much? Can we, can we talk? Can we share a cup of coffee and find out All what right. we like and dislike? That's fair. Maybe see a movie or walk in the park. Go for sense. a bicycle ride. All right. One of the best things that happened. <laughs> Watch Tommy Boy. One of the best things that happened yesterday was Nick sent us a teaser from Ryan Reynolds uh, for Deadpool 3, and it is awesome. Yeah. It's fantastic. At first, I was thinking, okay, this is going to be one of his fun little, you know, uh, humorous, goofy videos. Uh, But there's a wonderful surprise and I'm going to ruin that surprise if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, And and he does it, and they do it in a very funny way. But Hugh Jackman is going to be coming back as Wolverine (laughs) in Deadpool 3. They're finally going to be in the movie together. Yeah. I... Love this. This is fantastic. Well, they technically... Kind of, sort of, but they're, they're in trying a horrible to forget way. That. And, and yeah. so this is sort of uh, funny because in many ways because it's a correction of that. And yes. I, I, it's awesome. It could not be better, especially awesome. since we thought it was over, you know, with Logan. Yeah. And in fact, he makes a reference to uh, the other movie, yeah. uh, which he says, hard. He, he captioned the video, hard keeping my mouth sewn shut about this one. Because during the movie, they, yes. sew his, they sew his mouth shut near the end. Uh, so, yeah, Hugh Jackman, who is not going to be coming back as Wolverine, is coming back as Wolverine, and he's doing it in <laughs> Deadpool 3. That's huge, huge, great news. It just sucks we have to wait for two years. I know, yeah. I know, but it, it helps, it keeps you hanging on. Yeah. Well, you know how they, you know? they do these movies, by the way, they'll they'll sit and, and um, you know, they, they do a ton of free line stuff where they're just, you know... 30, 40 takes on a scene to get the best line. Yeah. And at the end, it's worth it. Yep. All right. Uh, let's see. A couple other quick things. Uh, according to Deadline, Bob Odenkirk will co-write and co-star in the comedy film The Making of Jesus Diabetes. Uh, it'll be alongside uh, Andrew Friedman and Michael Naughton. Friedman and Naughton also uh, held supporting roles on Better Call Saul. Uh, the film follows two middle-aged brothers who decide to make a movie about diabetes during the time of Jesus. <laughs> diabetes, really? In the time of Jesus? All right. Interesting. Make uh, a movie about I got to make sure I'm reading that correctly. That is diabetes, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Diabetes. 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 These are my testing supplies. <laughs> These are my testing supplies. <laughs> Uh, and then one final story. I'm fond of nanny goats, I am. <laughs> According to... <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, Wilford Brimley. It was his birthday. It would have been his birthday I yesterday, yeah. I think. Miss him. Uh, Diabetes. According to the Hollywood Reporter, Patty LaBelle has joined the cast of uh, the Wonder Years reboot uh, oh. for its second season. Yeah, she's going to... Diabetes, 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 diabetes. You know, I have diabetes. Diabetes. You know, I have diabetes. Mm-hmm. You know, I have diabetes. Diabetes, 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 diabetes. All liberty. Diabetes, 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 diabetes. Call liberty. These are my testing supplies. These are my testing supplies. Diabetes, 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 diabetes. When I say diabetes, when I say diabetes, 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 diabetes,
Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Classic. Ah. What was I saying? Penny the Bell. Oh, Penny the the cast of the uh, Wonder Years. That is correct. Uh, Which uh, I really love. I think it's great. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I've only seen like one or two episodes, and I loved what I saw. The family's great. Yeah. Uh, out of the gate, they had they got likable actors playing likable roles, and it's uh, it tugs at the heartstrings, and it's the writing is very sharp. She's going to guest star as uh, Bill Williams' mother on the show. So I'm um, not sure when that will be. Uh, when those episodes will be airing. So anyway, him and her got it on. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> All right, we're ready for clips. <laughs> Blonde is a fictionalized take on the life and career of actress Marilyn Monroe based on the novel by the same name. And in this clip, star Ana de Armas talks about how she felt after her audition for the role. Here we go. I was just like driving down Hollywood Boulevard with this very cheap blonde wig and some kind of like makeup and I just had the feeling that I did something good but I wasn't sure. I want to see you naked. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, I have a question uh, about her because she has the um, uh, that uh, Spanish accent she- uh, and uh, when uh, Latin, uh, so so you hear there, there are British artists all the time who yeah. change their, their accent into <clears throat> an Americanized accent or vice versa, an American accent goes to a, a British accent. Uh, have you ever seen like Salma Hayek or someone who has a fairly strong yeah. Latin accent uh, turn no. that no. into an, it, it an American seems, accent? It seems much harder. And, and in fact, she keeps, from what I understand, I have not seen it, though I do want to see Blonde, that that accent is, you can hear it. You at, can hear it just a little bit. Yeah. Well, yeah, actually, even a little bit more. Like you just oh, heard it now. No kidding. And they, it, because it is sort of a... Uh, holding up the Maryland mythos and turning it a little bit on its side. Yeah. Uh, that they felt that was okay. Okay. Uh, Blonde is available for streaming on Netflix today. I'm sure you'll watch that case. She's your uh-huh. number one, right? And it's a long movie, too. I think it's like two hours and 35 minutes. Okay. okay. Yeah. Here's the next clip. Now a hockey powerhouse. The Mighty Ducks junior team is selective about who makes the roster in the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Here, 16-year-old star Brady Noon explains why he knew of the Mighty Ducks before he was cast. And all my family knew about the 80s, like my brother and sister. Like, we grew up all old heads. So we knew about, like, all these old, cool, uh, like, references, all these throwback songs and stuff like that. So all that stuff pretty came uh, came pretty um, pretty natural to us, and we found Mighty Ducks, especially me, and I I loved it. <laughs> so <laughs> so Mighty Ducks were they were uh, like a, a bunch of uh, misfits, buffoons, yeah. Uh, and now they're like uh, badass hockey players. I guess I think I okay. think this sort of has a Cobra Kaiification to it. Okay. Uh, the Mighty Ducks Game Changer Season 2 premieres today. That's on Disney Plus, by the way. All right, there you go. That's the entertainment report for you this morning. We have a secret text word. Your chance to win uh, a pair of combo paces, passes for the uh, Bates Motel and Haunted Attractions in Glen Mills. Text the word SECRET to 39333 for your opportunity to win. And we just keep giving stuff away because we got money Coming out our hiney today. Yes. Uh, it, is the, it is the uh, you who loot. I just wanted to say hiney. We got, it's hanging on our, our thong backwards. Uh, so listen up for you who loot. Uh, first chance coming up at 8, which is not too far away. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. The MMRE is coming to your neighborhood. 
tomorrow from 7 to 9, Casey Boy Rocks Saloon 151, 151 West K Street in Westchester. Enter for a chance to win Eagles Dallas tickets or a Dallas Goddard autographed helmet courtesy of Bud Light. Plus, enjoy 250 Bud Light bottles. We have Yoohoo Loot coming up in less than an hour, less than 45 minutes now. Actually, we'll do it at 8 o'clock, so get set for that. But in the meantime... We'll chat about some other things, and I think uh, we need to bring out the stream of consciousness. Oh, oh yeah. The stream of consciousness yeah. there. A variety of things, so I just throw them out there randomly. One of your uh, more infrequent characters. Yes. Uh, but, but always exciting. Well, listen, I think this is exciting. Uh, McDo- yesterday, uh, McDonald's announced that it had partnered with Cactus Plant Flea Market, a streetwear brand which is embraced by the likes of Kanye West and Pharrell Williams, among other high-profile fans, and they are repackaging the Happy Meal experience for an older audience. They're going to have Happy Meals for adults. I'm down with this. How great is this? (laughs) I'm down with this completely. I love it. All right. So I don't know. I I used to get them as an adult when they were for kids. I am not sure what all this is going to look like. I haven't seen the renderings of it yet, but the package Happy Meal is coming repackaged for adults. The results of their collaboration is called the Cactus Plant Flea Market Box. It's a weird name. Yeah, Yeah, that's pretty weird. (laughs) A Happy Meal style offering package with one of four (laughs) bizarre little figurines. Uh, Okay. Yeah, I, I want I want better toys like uh, dildos. <laughs> no, I don't want dildos. But that's that's what I was. I mean, listen, we He's complaining we, about the toys and the adult happy meal because I don't want it to be a toy. And, and the second you started talking about this, I'm like, well, what's the prize going to be? What well, you know, what's going to entice me to order that instead of just a regular value meal? Because that's just going to a fit big the toy. Oh, well. Now Nobody these... ever, even as a kid, you never kept the toy. You just played with it until it You're got right. lost. Kathy, <laughs> they were they were cheap throwaway toys. Yeah. Uh-uh. You would play with it for a few minutes, and then it was gone. And then it was it. Not you, Casey. No, th- for a hot minute there, they had a few things. I remember back in grade school, they had like collector glasses. Do you remember those? Yeah, yeah that, that wasn't part of the happy meal. That wasn't part of the happy meal. Wasn't part of the happy meal? Oh, no, no. Okay. Here's glass. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that was glass. They would. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And we used to buy those too, but yeah. those were those were not part of the Happy Meal. No. Did you? The story of the creation of the Happy Meal is uh, the, uh, the History Channel did the the men who fed us or the people who fed us or whatever the series was, and it was fascinating. And um, they, you know, they were looking for something. They were losing. They were losing um, kids in the in the whole thing. And so um, they realized by getting the kids in there, the parents are going to come as well. Obviously, they're going to come and do the deal out of the gate. The Happy Meal exploded. Yeah. Do you remember what a, what a mm-hmm. huge, I think virtually all of their advertising at that time focused in on Happy Meals. Um, Burger King would sometimes have little toys too, Steve. And you'll find this little piece of of, uh, of uh, trivia interesting. Uh, they, and, and this was actually a pretty important plot point in the book Ready Player One. Huh. So they, uh, do you remember the, it was a pickle piccolo. Yes, I okay. do. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they, they handed that. Now, I in, loved it. in real life, outside of this book, uh, but uh, there was a guy that found out that, that that toy whistle, whatever it was, that little flute, the piccolo, right. that if you held down like two of the holes on it and blew it into a phone, that it was a certain specific tone and you could get free long-distance phone calls. Wow. No way. And it ends up becoming an important plot point in Ready Player One. The book is 
so much better than the movie and, and goes into in-depth and some weird stuff like that throughout pop culture. I love that. Uh, and so, yeah, they, they dabbled the in, in the toys as well. Uh, but I just thought it was interesting well, to bring the, that up. But The big thing with the, with the, with the, um, with the, um, the Happy, Meal? Happy Meal impression is that often it was a movie tie-in. Yes. Yes. Eventually, right. they yeah. got to that. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and in fact, <laughs> I have, uh, and I don't know how I got this. It was sent to me as a promotional item when we were at Y100. I have all of the Happy Meal uh, Toy Story 2 toys. Wow. And they're in a a, 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 a little, uh, it looks Possible. like a, a barn or something like that, this little housing uh, okay. unit. I, st- I kept it intact at I home. I still have the Sophie's Choice collectibles. Ah. I am missing the daughter. Okay. okay. So, which is suitable. <laughs> yeah. Right, but, yeah, right. But, it's uh, all those stuff, all those things, those tie-ins were huge. You can still do that for the adults if you're going to have an adult Happy Meal. Uh, and and so, listen, these stupid figurines, I don't want them, right? But what if you had coffee mugs or you know, uh, yeah, collectible cool. ammo, and, yeah, a- ammo, yeah, bullets, hey, here, yeah. Here you go. <laughs> when I worked at McDonald's, I hated Happy Meals because they were such a pain in the ass to put together. Like, you had to load the toys in, and uh, they just they took much longer than doing the rest of the food items that you had to have. So, I'm assuming out. they were pre-put together at, up to a point, right? <laughs> to a point, yeah, but you would have to stack them. So, uh, Steve, if you got time to lean, you got time to clean. <laughs> and uh, so, you would also, if you had time to lean, you had time to uh, stack up... Uh, McDonald's box doesn't rhyme as well. No, yeah. the managers didn't uh, echo that every time. But it, they just they sucked. They I, I hated the toys. <laughs> I have a all of, all of aversion. You'd, to you'd see those empty boxes oh in the parking lot. And occasionally yeah. you'd get like uh, buckets, you know, like uh, little plastic buckets to hand out. They usually have those around Halloween, uh, and they would use those as promotional items. Uh, somebody texted in and said I got it wrong that the uh, the the whistle hack was from Captain Crunch. There was uh, oh. something you got in the, in the cereal box in Captain Crunch. You may be right about wait, that. Wait, I wait, think I, you're right. About I remember that. The, a pickle whistle. No, there, there was, but yeah. but the phone thing happened with something else. All right. All right anyhow, uh, hang on. Let me go to uh, Patrick on the phone line. Say, hey, Patrick. Good morning. Hey guys, get Duke. Get Duke. What's up, man? Hey. Uh, so um, I I sometimes get Happy Meals uh, in in for the sake of my daughter as well. Uh, and if she doesn't like it, I'm an avid Pokemon card collector. Right. And uh, recently and some sometime in the past, they've been putting Pokemon cards in the Happy Meals. And sometimes if she doesn't like it, I'll just take the Pokemon cards and add them to my collection. Oh, okay. And so uh, because I have her in the car, I'll order like two or three and say that I have, like, kids at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, I do that all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah you have yeah. to. Get more... Yeah, just to add more to my collection. Sometimes there's rare ones um, that I that I have to add, and and I've, I'll find them in those packs. You know what? And, and and Patrick, you're like, oh, this is just something innately. Here's a little box full of like Preston. What was the? Um, you, uh, we were both doing it for a while. You get it delivered to home, and they would just sort of curate things to send you loot crate. Loot crate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was just gonna, was that that was toys. So uh, mine was geared more towards like like um, genre stuff. stuff, superhero, you mm-hmm. know, movie stuff. You could tailor it to whatever your your interests were. That was like and the bitch box, right? I mean, basically yeah, like yeah. the bitch box. Well, that's yeah. what I was gonna say. They because yeah. there was um, Birch Box, which right. is <laughs> how, where we came up with um, bitch, bitch box. box, and I got those for. I mean, I was on. There was a couple of them, maybe yeah. like a good two years. I got one every month, and it was great. And then I had all of this like makeup and accessories, and I was like, I don't need any I don't. More. I know. <laughs> we stopped using all the Loot Crate stuff. So we did I. It was fun for a yeah. little while, but then we were like, okay, some of these things are nice, and other ones we just don't do anything with. Um, Laura's mom works for McDonald's. Hi, Laura. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's How up, Laura? <laughs> um, yeah, my mom, um, 
my mom worked for McDonald's for over 20 years. She was a manager. And all through the 90s, they actually got really decent toys. A lot of them were hooked in with movies. And I remember she used to have to put up these displays in the store that would put up all the, well, the restaurant, the, the, all the Happy Meal toys that you could get for that promotion. Wow. You know? But I remember one specifically she brought home was for the movie Hook with um, uh, Robin Williams yeah. and Dustin Hoffman. Mm-hmm. And it's in the shape of a bottle with a pirate ship. That's like, cool. It was really neat. Like, there was a bunch of different ones like that. Then there was the whole craze with the Beanie Babies one. <laughs> it was insane. And yeah. we actually have, um, my mom since has passed away. She passed in uh, 2010. But um, in a storage unit, I actually have a bunch of these that I'm still trying to figure out. What really? Oh, yeah. what, do you, what do you do with them? That's the thing. Yeah, somebody out there might want to have the, you know, the time to, to sell them on eBay sure, or something. Sure, sure. Right, right. But it was really interesting. I just remember them. I mean, and then they did get a little crappier and they started getting just like a generic case. Well, where they switched them out. There was blowback, and they thought they there was I forget who instituted or how it came down, but the basic idea was the associ- associating uh, food with toys and sort of bribing kids to eat food that right. they perceived as being yeah. less healthy. Some mom, and, and, right? And so they they I ate they ratcheted back on it a bit and then reintroduced it. So, but kids love it, and and right. adults who pretend they have kids. Thanks, Laura. Appreciate it. Uh, hang on a second here. Michelle wants to talk about she worked at McDonald's in the 70s and 80s. They gave away some other stuff. Hey, uh, Michelle, good morning. Good morning. You Hi. guys rock. Thank Hi. you. What's up, Michelle? So I worked at McDonald's. I started in 1978 when I was 16 years old, and I worked there for a long, long time. And then I went back as an adult because they actually pay fairly decent for managers. But anyway... Back in the day, the Happy Meals weren't just in those cardboard boxes. We actually gave Happy Meals away on little, uh, like, snack plates um, and then, um, like, lunch-sized plates at one time, um, buckets. It, It was cool. And, I mean, we gave away... Well, not gave away, but like coffee mugs and, at one point, Eagles jackets. What? Eagles jackets? A Happy Meal... Well, no, not with the Happy Meal, oh. but, like, if you bought, like, an adult bought, like, a, uh, something with the Happy Meal, then you could purchase this Eagle's jacket for, like, $1.99. And it was okay. just a flimsy little racket kind of thing. But it was a bad choice of uh, promos because we ended up with, like, a lot of the odd sizes left over and we couldn't get rid of them. But, uh, uh, I'd imagine a, a, a jacket for $1.99 has to be some quality stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah, quality. <laughs> Did they, uh... Wow. <laughs> Do they have strange. thongs you could wear backwards? Yeah. <laughs> All right, thank you, Michelle. I wasn't aware of that stuff. But by the way, the um, uh, each meal comes with, and here's a, a part of the difference of, yeah. of the adult Happy Meal. You can get a Big Mac <sighs> or a 10-piece chicken nugget yeah. uh, as well as fries and a drink. Inside the box, customers will also find one of four figurines, including Grimace, Hamburglar, and Birdie. Uh, each created in the image of Cactus Buddy, the four-eyed smiley face mascot for Cactus Plant Flea Market. Okay, I wonder why they all had four eyes. Yeah, it's weird. I don't like it. Uh, the box has been designed into the in the streetwear brand's signature style, according to McDonald's, featuring imagery of a four-eyed grimace visiting a McDonald's alongside Cactus Buddy. So, 
I think it's a good idea. I don't necessarily like what I've seen pictures of here so far. Right. Include some stuff that would appeal more to adults on the collectible level. I think Casey's right. Like a coffee mug or, or travel mug or cigarette lighters. Cigarette lighters and things like that, maybe. Exactly. I don't know. Something you know a little who, more uh, fun. You know who Grimace's uh, Irish uncle is in celebration of St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> oh, Steve um, must have pulled it right out of your playbook. Uncle O'Grimacy. <laughs> <laughs> they used him to promote the Shamrock Shake. Uncle O'Grimacy. Yeah. Come on. They only lasted they one year. They didn't even try on That's that. That's all you no, can come really up didn't. with. Yeah. Just rolled over and farted that out. Wow. <laughs> okay. So, anyhow, this is going to be available. Uh, it's unclear when the promotion is scheduled to end, but it will start on October 3rd uh, that you can get this. Now, I don't know I think if they're rolling out. Be- widespread or not, but yeah, customers starting October 3rd. I think they're also rolling out the McRib around that time again, Preston. Around that same they're time? They're reintroducing the McRib, yes. A yeah. perennial. They do that yeah. yeah, every couple of years or so. Didn't you have, there was a, a clip you had of somebody oh, yes, singing right. about the McRib uh, or something? This rapper is actually uh, mm-hmm. endorsing Arby's, I think it is, and oh. so he goes after McDonald's, and this is his diss track on the McRib. They push your teeth. time to do damage. When the quality ain't up to my standards, that make rib falls below average. Replaced by the country style Arby's rib sandwich. Straight out the smokehouse, Texas my old route. Eight hours to slow cook, can push for the rollout. The boss with the smoky Q sauce, the real country style make rib get lost. Yeah, oh you know what I do? I take Boys in the Hood and replace out all the hip hop music in that with and that and that. So every time they're driving by, you're hearing yeah, that. going for the, the McRib rap sandwich. All right, uh, let's see what else we have. Okay, this is kind of cool. Privacy doors and lie flat seats with a chaise lounge option are features of the new premium suites that American Airlines plans to roll out in its long haul fleet. I'm down with this. The flagship suite seats will be available on all Airbus A321XLR and Boeing 787-9 deliveries beginning in 2024. I mean, I can't even afford a bigger seat. You know what I mean? Like, you try and fly first class and all that is is just like... A better food and a bigger seat, and I can't even afford that. How how is anyone going to be able to afford? That's a good question. Uh, the airline said in a statement, "We believe our flagship suite product provides customers with what they desire most on a long haul flight: privacy doors, lie flat seating, direct aisles access, and more personal space as well." By the way, on your way back from uh, L.A., do you have a, you didn't have a uh, first class? No. Nick was going to try and bump you guys up, and I guess it can. I tried. Together. It was full. Yeah, uh, it was definitely full. Was you requested to be placed next to someone who would vomit. Oh my god! The, yeah, the guy next to me was puking in the, uh, and, and Wait, we were what? right, we were right next to the bathroom as well. Uh, yeah, calf. I heard him. Um, it, it, he went into the bath. He was like kind of coughing a little bit, and then I heard him in the bathroom, and I just heard him going like. Uh, <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, no, no, no. Like, and, like sick or like uh, hungover? I'm, I'm hoping it was nothing. Like, I, ho- I'm, I hope it, he was like either a flight, the, yeah. uh, what's the, uh, air, air sickness, sickness or, yeah. is, or a hangover, or I, I, you know, but. Yeah, I tried to get you first class, and then when that didn't happen, they gave, they offered up that guy? Yeah. That. We have a man who will vomit next to him for the entire duration of the flight. That sounds good. <laughs> well, my it's my own fault, Nick, because you had booked me. Uh, you know, I requested a window seat, like I always do. But when I was checking in next to a vomiter, please, <laughs> there was a window seat that was closer to the front. Uh, that 
I was like, okay, I'll take that window seat. And not only did I sit next to the puker, but I also chose a row that doesn't recline at all. Uh, I, I flew back it from. Uh, when I flew I'd back like from, to be close enough to smell the vomit. Please. <laughs> and next to the bathroom, next to a puker, and it doesn't recline at all. Did I tell you guys this? When I flew back from Seattle, I got bumped by a guy with a cello. Uh, I had a, I had a, <laughs> a front row seat, not first class, but like in the very front row, we get a little more leg room yeah. and a window seat. And the, the gate agent said, I'm sorry, sir, uh, somebody's flying first class and they have a cello and they're not going to put their cello in baggage. You got bumped for a cello. They, bu- they bumped me back Dear like five or God. six rows. Yeah. How good does that make you feel? Did you get anything for that? No, no. And listen, I just, I, I was fine. I, I didn't you want to. Yeah, did you pay for that seat? Like, did you pay extra? You know how you, you can pay extra for certain seats? I arranged for it in advance. I didn't pay extra for it. And the cello got your meal. When I booked the uh, when I booked the flight, Kathy, they, that one was available at the same cost as normal coach or whatever. Okay. So I'm at the gate, and the, ladies, the lady was super nice, and I didn't want to complicate her day or whatever. So I was just like, yeah, okay, fine. It's fine. By the way, that paying extra for some of those seats thing is, is a scam. It's, it's it terrible. It, it, it's well, that- a total 100% scam, except for maybe the emergency exit rows where you know you're going to get more leg room. I'm Tall, I do appreciate the the the, the greater legroom if I have the availability. I have no problem. But a lot of times when I go in and I and I have to, I have a seat option choice. And you know, there's like you can either pay fifteen dollars more or thirty dollars more or fifty dollars more, whatever. Right, right. I'm looking at some of these seats and where they are, and I'm like, well, the fifteen dollar one here looks exactly the same yeah. as the thirty-five dollar one over it's there. Just further back in the what plane. What the hell? Mm-hmm. I don't care about being further back in a plane. Me personally, I'll sit in as long as it reclines and I've got a little bit of ro- room. Listen, it's an extra what five minutes for people to get off the plane. You're I not going hear. anywhere I quicker. Can, none yeah. of us are going anywhere uh, right. unless it's, no it's a connecting deal. flight. Unless you're connecting, right. it's yeah. not a concern for me. I will sit all the way in the back. I don't care. I love. It. I just need a view. I don't want to sit over the wing or something like right, that. Right. Absolutely. I, I love the notion of sitting in that escape uh, or that that uh, that aisle, Preston. Yeah. So uh, you do get the extra leg room, and uh, if we do have any issue, I'm going to take the. Passenger's head next to me, put it through the window <laughs> so I can pop it out. Right. And I'll be first out. Right. So I will go. completely abdicate my former acknowledgement <laughs> that I would follow all the rules and oversee the disembarking. Well, but, uh, and I'll be first out and I'll paddle that boat away from the plane as quickly as I can. All of that is part of the. I had the news story yesterday and how they're like, uh, Biden is trying to say, like, when you give a, a ticket price, like, it should be the ticket price. Be that there shouldn't price. be okay. Then thirty dollars more for your seat, and then yeah. thirty dollars for your first bag, you know, and forty five for your second bag, and mm-hmm. then there, you know, it's like just give the ticket price you know, so we know w- where. Because if you ever fly um, with a family, well, no, no. What I was going to say is so. Oh, so I watch those numbers add up. Oh, when yeah, that yeah. Happens, so that's man. the thing. So if you look on American, right? Like you, I feel like you get a more of an idea of what your price is going to be, and then you look on Frontier to see if it's going to be cheaper, and your the ticket price comes up, and you're like. Wow, $69. Well, I'm going to book here. At the end of it, if you calculate everything that they charge extra, you're about the same price. No kidding. So yeah, it's, a, it's a shell game. Uh, well, that's why when you have these this premium sort of setup here, we'll have the divider. Yeah. And you'll, have, I mean, because you can go all the way up to. Lo- like you've seen uh, the uh, United, uh, what uh, the Emirates, the uh, what's the yeah. top airline? Yeah. yeah. Where you have literally like a a. A top level hotel room, right? Well, you know that, that's. I mean, that's off the charts. So Americans said they're also going to refresh the Boeing seven 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 three hundred ER interiors and uh, retrofit those aircraft with flagship suite seats starting in twenty twenty four and new premium economy seats. 
on the Airbus A321XLR have headrest wings. Oh, I like those. Uh, for increased privacy. I like those, they too. They keep yeah. your head stable while you're yeah. take, trying and to you take can, a nap. You can lean. You right. have something yeah. to lay your head on. They're these flexible things that, that they can and yeah. they're great. You can stick your tongue out at the person next to you no, and they won't no, notice. No, 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 yeah. Great. By the way, a few people are texting and suggesting a seat guru for picking seats on the plane. You can do it for free. So it's a way to get um, uh, like the seat that you want without paying extra for it. And I've never heard of Seat Guru. Seat Guru, But those, yeah. those uh, like, third-party sites, I guess. if there's, like, an issue, you know, with your ticket or whatever, it's the airline doesn't cover you. That's right. why I get nervous doing I that. I see. Yep. Uh, so, anyhow, new premium economy seat design uh, doubles the amount of in-seat storage space, the airline says, and features headrest wings for increased privacy and larger in-seat entertainment screens as well. So, they're working on premium economy seats. So I don't know if they're going to have regular economy and premium economy and business. And Double premium has your own toilet. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right there? Right there. You're sitting on a toilet. That's pretty awesome. All right, so we'll see if and when that stuff comes to pass. All right, what up? Oh, sorry, I burped. Um, I have so many things here. I'm not going to be able to get to all of them. Uh-uh. All right, this is... Um, this was from early last week. Listen, I, I there are so many stories that I end up throwing away that we never get to, uh, and I feel bad about it because I think they're definitely worth talking about, and this is one I missed. So you may have already seen this, but I wanted to bring this up. Um, instead of sitting in a tattoo chair for hours with uh, painful punctures, imagine getting tattooed by a skin patch containing microscopic needles. Researchers at the Georgia Institute of Technology have developed low-cost painless and bloodless tattoos that can be self-administered and have many applications for medical alerts tracking uh, neutered animals to cosmetics. Uh, This according to Mike Pranuznitz. Is that how you say that? Proznitz. Uh, The principal investigator on the paper said, we've miniaturized the needle so that it's painless but still effectively deposits tattoo ink into the skin. It's like a patch. Okay. You put it on. And And then the image is there once you lift it? Yep. Uh, This could be a Uh. way to not only make medical tattoos more accessible, he said, but also to create new opportunities for cosmetic tattoos because of the ease of administration. It's like those Roban tattoos that you know that you uh, yeah, yeah. that you had as a kid. So tattoos are used in medicine uh to cover up scars, yep. uh guide repeated cancer radiation treatments or restore nipples after yeah. breast surgery. Yeah. Uh tattoos also can be used instead of bracelets as medical alerts to communicate serious medical conditions such as diabetes, 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 diabetes. Uh, epilepsy or allergies as well. So if you've got the diabetes, I have diabetes. <laughs> I can't believe that's made a comeback on our show. But it has. Uh, various cosmetic uh, products using micro needles are already on the market, mostly for anti-aging. But developing micro needle technology for tattoos is new. Uh, Prosnitz, a veteran in this area, has uh, studied micro needle patches patches for years to painlessly administer drugs and vaccines to the skin without the need of hypodermic needles. Kathy, that could be huge for you too. Yeah. Kind of fond of nanny goats, I am. <laughs> Uh, so they've developed these microneedles that are smaller than a grain of sand and are made of tattoo ink encased in a dissolvable matrix. And because the microneedles are made of tattoo ink, they deposit the ink in the skin very effectively, the lead author said in the study. Uh, in this way, uh, the microneedles can be pressed into the skin just once 
and then dissolve, leaving the ink in the skin after a few minutes without bleeding. Would this have an application to an elaborate piece of artwork if you wanted to do a, a tattoo that, that way? Or is this simply more medical? I'm not sure. Um, yeah. Like uh, I say, I wanted to get a huge monkey swinging between my nipples. <laughs> uh, the... <laughs> It says here, the study showed that the tattoos could last for at least a year and are likely to be permanent, which also makes them a viable cosmetic option for people who want an aesthetic tattoo without risk of infection or the pain associated with traditional so tattoos. So it might be more basic, you know, but... What's it going to do to the industry, I, I that, wonder? I'm curious. Probably yeah. not a lot. Right. I mean, you still want an you artist know, right, yeah. uh, to do really intricate work. So, all right, that's it. That's all I have time for in the stream of consciousness, Nerd, because... <laughs> We got money to give away. We do. In the form of you who loot. And uh, we're also going to talk to a friend. Well, no, that's coming up a little bit later. So we got some guests and so on. But let's take a quick break. We'll come back in a moment. The Bizarre File is up next. And your chance to win $1,000 from WMMR. So stay with us. Get what you want when you want it. MMR on demand. Preston and Steve's Daily Rush, Sarah's Rock Breakdown, MMR Podcasts, the latest videos and interviews with your fave artists, and lots more. Click the On Demand tab at WMMR.com. We are one minute away uh, before you who loot. You guys want to sing a song or something? I or? do, yeah. Okay. I don't know. Staying alive? <laughs> you can tell by the way I use my walk on the No time to talk. doing this. You never lose it, do you? No. You never lose that incredible ability to harmonize. I mean, we are good. We're goddamn Mm -hmm. great. And you know what? We killed exactly one man. Here it is. Here it is. MMRs. Now, listen up. Here's your keyword. Can't believe we just did that. Uh, The word is celebrate. Celebrate. Holiday. Holiday. All right, the word is celebrate, not holiday. C-E-L-E-B-R-A-T-E. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it, and there are three ways for you to do it. Uh, You can text it, the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or you can enter it via the MMR app at W or at WMMR.com. And one random entry wins a thousand bucks in our company-wide contest. Each winner gets a call from Beasley. Make sure you answer your phone. Contest rules at WMMR.com. And it is sponsored by Horizon Services. So again, the word is celebrate. C-E-L-E-B-R-A-T-E. Good luck. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Brought to you this morning by uh, Modia Opioid Use Disorder. If your loved one is living with opioid use disorder, consider a clinical research study, and you can learn more at modiaoudstudy.com. That's M-O-D-I-A-O-U-D-study.com. Uh, we'll start with this. Uh, two people, including a nine-year-old boy, were injured in a bear attack while hunting in Alaska. Oh. said, yeah. 
Uh, the child suffered serious injuries, and uh, the man sustained minor injuries. The incident occurred uh, last Tuesday, about 40 miles uh, northeast of Anchorage. The pair, who are related, were hunting moose in the Palmer Hay Flats area of a state game refuge. Why don't you forget the moose? Yeah. For a moment. Probably wouldn't have been attacked by a bear if they forgot Absolutely. The they came upon a brown bear that then mauled the child, and the man <sighs> shot and killed the bear during the attack. Troopers and EMS responded to the scene following reports of a bear attack, found the two victims who were taken to the hospital, and at the last report, uh, the child was listed in fair condition. The brown bear was with a cub at the time. Oh, the there attack. you go. Yeah. yeah they, they go into protect mode. Wow. How horrible. about this one? Here's, here's another horrible story involving an animal, a leopard killed a man and seriously injured his wife after attacking them as they slept. The attack occurred in western India. Uh, Raju and Jasbin Shogol were asleep in an abandoned hospital when the leopard approached. The big cat mauled Raju Kogel and 50, a, a 50-year-old laborer on the neck. Other <laughs> laborers uh, were nearby and called the emergency services. The couple were transported to the hospital. The man died from severe injuries what on his neck. Yeah. A man probably... Imagine waking up with your throat in an animal's mouth. Yeah, the woman uh, is in serious condition. Leopards are skilled predators, but they don't usually attack humans out of the blue. In similar incidents in the past, the big cats uh, have been desperate for food, appearing thin and starving. It's not yet clear what condition this particular leopard was in. A driver charged with fatally striking. I'm sorry, I got three nasty Uh stories. Uh, Fatally striking a teenager in North Dakota allegedly told investigators he purposely hit the teen with his SUV after they had a political argument. Okay. Uh, Carrie Ellingson, who was 18, was struck and killed following street dance. Uh, the driver accused of striking Ellington, Ellingson in the alley, Shannon Brandt, is 41 years old, charged with vehicular homicide and leaving the scene of an accident that resulted in death. Brandt told investigators he left the scene after striking Ellingson uh, and returned briefly and called 911. Court documents said that Brandt told investigators he had been drinking alcohol before striking Ellingson and thought the teen was calling people to do him harm after they argued over politics and he felt threatened. Uh, he was, uh, the Ellingson was rushed to the hospital and pronounced dead. Okay, we need something other than Something that. happy. Let's see, somebody A died. funny death. That one. Uh, somebody's possibly dead in that one. Possibly's uh, okay. Well. Nah. Uh, no. Uh, good, right, yeah. uh, good story. Right. Hey, 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 hey. Wonderful, fun, and, and uh, fun inter- interesting story. No. A woman used an innovative technique to send her resume to the company she was applying. She printed the resume on a cake. Oh. Carly uh, Pavlinek, uh, Black, Pav- uh, Carly Blackburn, we'll just go with her last Yeah, yeah that's it. Took to social media uh, to LinkedIn five days ago to reveal how she applied for a job at Nike. Uh, while sharing a post, she also shared a photo of the cake, having printed her resume on it. Uh, she said, a couple of weeks ago, I sent my resume on a cake to Nike. Yes, an edible resume on top of a cake. Hmm. Nike was having a huge celebration for uh, Just Do It Day. LeBron James, Colin Kaepernick, and other megastars were at the event. And I had done some research and found a division within Nike called Valiant Labs, which is a startup incubator for Nike Ideas. So she said that uh, the company is currently not hiring candidates for any position. She did this uh, because she only wanted them to know about her. And she said, what better way than to send a cake to a big party? I was brainstorming with my former colleague when he said, Carly, do better. This is a creative place. Show up in a creative way. So she started thinking of getting an edible resume cake 
delivered to a party where she wasn't even invited. She also said that she wanted to go from North Carolina all the way to Beaverton, Oregon. The woman found a grocery store that made cakes with edible picture images on top of it. She got a delivery partner named Denise Baldwin that day, whom she has given an important role in the entire plan. So uh, she taught the delivery partner... Or talk to them on the phone, and he agreed to deliver her cake to the place she wanted to. Mr. Baldwin took the cake to the party, and when he was asked to leave the cake on the table at the front desk, he said, no, I need to make sure this gets to the right person. And he also navigated the Nike campus all while having oh. a sleeping child in one arm wow. and a sheet cake in the other. And according to Ms. Blackburn, she inspired Mr. Baldwin that day, which was a great achievement for her. She said, you have, uh, you have inspired me, said this was uh, meant to be. Or she said, I'm a mom, and I am uh, tired of doing this Instacart, and I know I have more abilities and qualifications to get something better. So anyhow, she sent this, and it obviously made an impression. I I haven't seen any uh, stories about her getting a job or anything like that, but that's pretty cool. But they really like the cake. I'm amazed that the the, the typeset and the print is actually very legible on this cake. Yeah, Yeah, I know we're not uh, hiring, but we probably would accept these resumes. (laughs) Oh, Nick, I'm currently entertaining a few prospects that... Sent me uh, waffle resumes. Oh, did they really? Oh, wow. really? Okay. You got to get those little information in the little squares. Right. Or, of course, what will really land you a job, a breakfast pizza resume. Yes. <laughs> breakfast pizza resume. Somebody did do that. They um, they left their phone. It, it was on a, uh, a, like, they, it was their phone number in pepperonis on a pizza. They did uh-huh. it with uh, Antez. Wow. I like uh, that. Years ago. That's, yeah. That's yeah. innovative. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be, but it means at least you're thinking outside the box. Yep. Yep. And into the breakfast pizza box. <laughs> all right. And that is all we have time for in the Bizarre Files. So, uh, the word is celebrate, by the way, for you who loot, so make sure that you enter that now. Celebrate C-E-L-E-B-R-A-T-E and you may win $1,000 and this is just your first shot of the day. So don't miss this opportunity. Take your uh, take your chance every single time that we are offering this up. We want you to win. Coming back in a moment. Stay with us. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. I'll back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, I want to talk about love. Uh, oh. Moment. Yes. Some, uh... Yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess not really love. Maybe just dating. Uh, well, dating can lead to love. You hope it leads yes. to love someday. Um, but there's uh, something that I am not familiar with. Uh, a, a new term, if you will. 
Uh, so we're familiar with cuffing season. Yes, docking. Uh, no, not docking. Oh, cuffing is, uh, that's when um, uh, we couple up so that we can have someone through the Christmas holidays. Right. And to cuddle with in the cold and so on. So now... At this point in time, so we're a little ways away from cuffing season. So now, apparently, leading up to that, I'm sorry, I gurgled a little bit. Yeah. If you heard that uh, is drafting season. So you're actually uh, reviewing pr- uh, potential candidates. It's time to <laughs> now. It's time to sow your oats, be dating freely, and then choosing someone wisely. So yes, you're kind of. You're playing the field. You're, oh. you're checking out the market. You're emptying the tank. You're emptying the tank. <laughs> <laughs> right? You're yeah. leaving it in the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's like um, uh, flight or, uh, fight or flight. Fight or flight, yeah. And you, you dump everything. You right vomit, run. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, it's the precursor to cuffing time. Okay. And when it's done right, it means that you're more likely to find a match that lasts beyond the winter and even brace yourself here well into the summer as well. So, yep, it's... Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I thought that was something else. Okay. Is this it over yeah, here? Yeah, that's what you want. Okay, I thought it was going to lead to this. <laughs> sweet mystery of life at last I found me. Oh, I I wonder if, okay, so somebody who would go through these steps, do you think they're interested in a long term or because it seems a little... It just seems too calculated. It seems too calculated, As exactly. As if people, like, really do have... Listen, there are people out there that have a plan, right? Right. Um, they're called <laughs> pimps. Yeah. <laughs> there are Seriously. other people out there that have some sort of a plan. They have specifics that need to be met. Right. They're not going to date somebody that's under this height that makes less than this and doesn't, you know, but... I will tell you this, and, and I, I agree with what you're, you're, you're saying here. I actually did institute a plan that led me to my wife, Claire. So I, I, right. I gone, I'd yeah. been dating a number of times, and I was always like, what? And I was always in a relationship that had some substantial um, aspects to it time-wise. I would invest the deal. I, I wasn't like, you know, maybe stand-up, I had a little bit more of the, of the, of the one-night standish. You know, around that time in my life where I, I was just kind of footloose and fancy free. But it, for the most part, I was in, in relationships and I tried to discern what was uh, failing and what I did not like about someone. Because I found that it, it was hard to assess what I liked and didn't like about a relationship while you're in it. So what I did is I, I, I even called it the Pepsi Challenge. And I was dating a couple of people at once. It's not something I'd ever done. Mm-hmm. And told everyone knew that. It was very open. And that's when I discovered Claire. You, sh- huh. you shifted to just open, honest. Yes. And, uh, and meeting people, right? right exactly. So um, I have uh, two quick points. I have a friend who has just given up on dating. She, she just got ghosted and she just she's exhausted by it. She, she liked this guy. Uh, she hadn't been with anyone for a while. And then uh, he just stopped talking to her and she was so frustrated by it she's like you know what i'm not going to date anymore and my advice to her was don't give up entirely i mean and this is just my yeah. advice you know take it for with a grain of salt but one of my best friends from college steve did something similar he went on a dating app this this right, was probably right. within the last uh within the last decade and his entire approach was i just want to meet people if i hang out with them and there's something is there 
Cool. If not, that was my mindset. I met him and we had a nice cup of coffee and then moved on for the day, yep, right? Yep. And then eventually he found his wife that way. It was somebody that he wanted mm. to spend a little bit more time with. So it was just going out and meeting new people. Whether or not you ended up dating that person or not really didn't matter to him. It was harder for me when I was doing it because I had to wait till the stagecoach came into town. Sure. Uh, and yeah, 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 right. yeah. I mean, a little bit older. Uh, no, I, re- I remember having plans. I remember being single and not wanting to be single and wanting to meet someone and, uh, and trying to follow through on that and uh i don't remember if it, like um was it successful n- n- no i mean burnt yeah. rubber no not burnt rubber oh my god yeah. uh, <laughs> oh my god but, but <laughs> it, it's hard to say it did all... you orchestrate a plan in your mind do you think that you actually had a here's what i'm giving myself because i actually said i want to be dating a couple of people at the same time so i well, can see a clear demonstration of what characteristics I like in someone and which ones I really could do without. I remember a specific plan I had one time because I was, you know, look, I was going to bars, I was meeting people, we were having casual sex and it was great and all that. But I remember one time there was this girl, I kind of started dating. I'm like, okay, this time around, I'm like, I'm going to take it slow. I'm not going to go for the gusto, the gusto right away. And I and I took my time with that one, and it ended up not working out. Can I interest you in some Manischewitz? <laughs> so I guess that was probably the right thing to do. Yeah. Although shortly after that, I was like, man, I should have nailed her one time. Ah, right. <laughs> At least get her to write an essay for you. And in fact, she had, I remember her saying one time because we had we would you know make yeah. out and so forth. And yeah. and one night she's like, well. Maybe we're eventually going to do something besides kissing, right? And uh, we ended up not doing it. Oh, yeah, oh I, I did the same thing, and I'm like, and then regrets. I've had a few. No, but right. uh, but, it, uh, but it ended up it being, the right it, it ended yes, being the right thing. It ended up being the right thing. It led you to Rochelle. It led yeah. it led me to Claire, and that was clearly the right thing for me. Hmm. I don't have anything to say. So uh, I thought you. Had yeah, yeah I saw you point at me. I'm like, I got nothing here. No, it just says you're cute. <laughs> so. Oh. You're adorable. Uh, <laughs> sex expert Kelly Gordon uh, from sex tech brand uh, Hot Octopus. Hot Octopus. Hot explains. Octopus. What is that? What, what is that? It probably ends up with pee in a bag. Uh, <laughs> I just had a hot octopus. Jesus Christ. Uh, drafting, she says, drafting in all your best possible options as the weather begins to turn is just uh, common sense if you're planning on coupling up for Christmas. And many single people welcome the draft. Uh, This period of tryouts separates would-be relationship material from ghosts, breadcrumbers, and love bombers. Mm -hmm. Anybody want to? I don't know what breadcrumbers are. They're like nut busters. (laughs) (laughs) I guess you trail of crumbs. They leave trails to get back to them at some point. So, like, Uh, oh yes, yeah. Yeah. You you, like you break up or you ghost that person, but then they're like they'll they'll like your comments on. Something on social media, Steve, and so they'll they'll work their way back to you, and I, leaving these little breadcrumbs what? that are that are in, like, hey, I'm still interested in you. Uh, that makes well, sense. What is a nut buster? <laughs> That's different. It's entirely different. <laughs> uh, it's funny that all this jargon, all this nomenclature associated with this. Come on, man. But I, that's actually what you just said, Preston. Is what I what I did. What I called the Pepsi challenge is what you're basically suggesting. You're. Am you're I- yeah, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's it's similar to that, but but with a goal in mind of by Christmas. So that was never. I, I right. never had a time frame. I wanted yeah. it to be right. I, that to me is kind of stupid. And as you said, Casey, it's kind mm-hmm. of forced and superficial and and uh, cynical in a way. What is it? You want me to read this, Nick? I don't know. It's just an interesting right. perspective. It says, "Hey, I've been single for seven to eight years now. Got tired of it. Women can wear makeup to look better. Men can't. I am what I am." 
got tired of hearing, you're a good man, but I don't want to see you anymore. <laughs> uh, women, at least uh, the ones I met, want men to treat them like crap, so I gave up. Oh, okay. You're not You're not, you're no, not in the right, no. That's, no, that's not right. That's, that's, that, that's an old fallback that I hear a lot of guys saying, you're just not hanging in the right crowds, and you're, and you're also kind of going into it with a bad attitude. What's that? Uh, oh God, there's a term for this uh, type of deal. Nutbuster. Well, no, 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 no. Um, and it's and it's it's rampant on the internet right now, where where um, these people fall into these um, these algorithms where the woman is the enemy. Um, oh gosh, what Nick? You know what it's called? Incel. Incel. That right. sounds oh, yeah, a little yeah, incel-y yeah, yeah, yeah. over there. Well, and in, 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 that's an involuntary, involuntarily celibacy. celibacy where you have no option. Right. right. Well, that's, 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 that's where, where a person has had a, a series of, they, they just can't, they can't find someone. Right. And then they start to change it into, they channel that into an anger Actively. of, it's their fault. Right, right. It's not my fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And listen, hey, I, I, I was, I was lonely for a long stretch and I remember that. And uh, did it ever manifest in that? I never, I never no. thought it was them. I mean, I, I I got down on myself pretty hard. Yeah, I mean, I mean, definitely. And this was more like in in high school, and then after that, I I, I you know kind of found the right approach and the right people and and, and uh, so on. But um, yeah, listen, it's it can be really difficult. I think your first reaction, like that, as you just said, was. What what is it about me? I'm not, yeah. I'm not blaming other people. I'm saying, you know, is it Mitch? When I go in public, should I be wearing pants? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but now with the with the way things are and uh, social media and dating apps and things like that, you at least have a gigantic net that can be thrown out yeah. there, and you can completely but lie about who you are. What you what you have to do is you have to be able to um, handle rejection well, and that's one thing that I didn't do very well. I hated it. It it, it you know. Uh, fear of rejection was and and still is something that I that I struggle with. But back then, definitely it was uh, it was what a blow to the ego. Horrible, felt terrible. You it, know, it it guts you <clears throat> in those early stages when you're getting caught up and just consumed with somebody, and you're like, oh my god, and and you get yeah. nothing back. It guts you. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it goes the same way guys feel it. I think, or at least used to. Maybe things have changed. I I, I would have I. I always had the feeling it would land harder on a guy being really, yeah, than a, than a than no. and, and that's so yes. It, uh, uh, this is you know, I think it's the same. It just depends on the situation. Yeah, right. But like, for me, it always seemed like that was the case. Me too. Yeah. I know what you're saying, yeah. but I think Kathy's right, and it's probably right. Probably yeah. view it's just a it perspective. As, it's yeah. harder on the yeah. Sure. Know, yeah. I think that's probably natural. And I, I, but I would not have entertained. I'm you know at that point is like there's no way no one can hurt this bad. Yeah. I have had a couple of friends though that did that where they directed like just then hated all men, and it was like. Yeah, well, and then they on. met Gary Lauer. Uh, <laughs> no, you're right. I've definitely heard that before. Not personally, but I've seen <clears throat> you know people comment. To What's that, made you so hard to that level? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, Kelly from Hot Octopus says, um, <laughs> "I want to get Kelly." The parent out. company is Dizzy Gillespie. <laughs> Says that drafting season may sound like a bit of fun, but it's actually a healthy exercise in self-awareness and self-preservation. The winter months can be a vulnerable time for all people Mm. as daylight fades and serotonin dips, mental health issues spike, and the global loneliness index rises. I like a good serotonin dip. By taking stock of your relationships and making good choices about who you'll choose to spend your time with, and share your energy at, with as the nights draw in. You're making choices about your health and happiness huh. in the coming months. Uh, she adds that polyamorous relationships, drafting uh, becomes even more important. 
Uh, drafting is about choosing and having options rather than feeling a lack. And when we date from this place, we were uh, we're more likely to pick someone we're healthily compatible with. Well, something I've always said, I know you agree, um, is that if you can be good at being by yourself and doing things and just being social without feeling the need to actually be in a relationship, when you are in that frame of mind, you're not simply, I need a placeholder. I need right. someone in my life to be here for this. It's difficult at a certain age when yeah. you're surrounded yes. by people who are in relationships. Right. And then it becomes um, awkward. Yeah. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Unfortunately. Well, to, to the things you get be. invited to. Yeah, it can yeah, be. Yeah. I remember yeah. for the longest time, like for me, the, the if I was between relationships, one of the the great joys is being invited to a wedding. It's like... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got a shot. There's other single people. I'm there. Yeah. Well. Chicks here are so horny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Seven wedding crashers? Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> That's true, man. Wedding, I'm getting the chicken franchise. Wedding was, uh, uh, weddings were, that was fertile ground. Right for the picking. Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Everybody want to dance to this flock of seagulls song? Everybody's into romance and, uh-huh. you know, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And we did, uh, it's, it's, oh, yeah. yeah. They're, yeah. They're, they're so in love. Have you found love yet? Are you going to finish your chicken? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I have another uh, article about dating advice. Uh, This is from Australian relationship coach Luann Ward. She shared uh, shared an insightful video on Instagram detailing uh, each unattractive habit. These are five common behaviors that are instant turnoffs. When dating, here five things that are turn off in a relationship. Uh, (laughs) Sounds like a dude. Yeah. Uh, Number one, my accent. Uh, when dating, singles should never go fishing for compliments or ask for validation. Danger, from- danger, danger. <laughs> <laughs> that, you must admit that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> from others about yeah. themselves. Now, they're saying it's dangerous if yeah. you're going fishing for compliments. No, danger. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Danger, <laughs> danger, danger. Also, be aware of the box jellyfish. Um, so you should uh, be careful going fishing for compliments. Miss Ward said that this shows that you're insecure and you want to be the center of attention and it isn't attractive to anyone. I, I agree with that. Have yeah. you ever been with someone who... Uh, fishes for compliments a lot. Yeah, what, what would be a good example of, of uh, how someone might go about fishing for compliments? Well, oh, my penis always chased my knees. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow, it must be huge. Yeah. Uh, no, you, what you, uh, you, you talk about, you do the opposite about yourself, right? right. You know, so if uh, you want somebody to tell you that you're cute, you go, oh, man, you know, I just... I, I feel just, unattractive. You, I feel unattractive. Okay. Like girls I just really... still feel attractive to <laughs> Uh, a case, and there's a fine line between that and self-deprecation too, because yeah. sometimes if it's coming, I think you can tell if someone it rings true with someone, or if they are quote unquote fishing for a compliment. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm reading some text messages. This says you're says, cute. No, <laughs> I just don't feel pretty today. Oh, yes. just, you know, you're gorgeous. Really, yes. you are gorgeous. No, you're right. You are not pretty. Because <laughs> you are beautiful. <laughs> Listen, you're pretty on the inside, pal. I'm, oh, oh th- th- that's yikes. wonderful to hear. <laughs> yeah. I just, you've got just, a great I sense of humor. It never such... made it through to the outside. <laughs> yeah. You've got a great sense of humor. I love what good friends we are. <laughs> oh, that one. It's so, so great funny. to be such a good oh, friend God, to you. man. Yeah. That, that was oh, such a punch. Knife in the heart. Oh, no matter what they say. Oh, my God. Words can bring me Sung by somebody beautiful, but written by somebody ugly. Uh, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. 
Right. Yeah. She's hot. She's hot, but the person who wrote it, not so much. I don't know. I have no shorts. That guy. You're I let my skin changed gray. You have a new song. My name is Tyler. <laughs> this is the guy from yesterday in the yeah. bizarre file. His skin turned gray. I wrote a song. Can you sing a little bit of it? Just more beautiful. What does? Excuse me, that was part of my lung. <laughs> It is true, though. There is somebody for everybody. And that's it. Right? Yeah. Somebody texted and says, Presbo has such a good personality. (laughs) I'm not. The great thing about you is that I never feel like there's any sort of sexual tension. (laughs) What was the the last thing you said? That that, um, there is somebody for everybody. I, you know, you hear that. I hope so. I think the odds are more in your favor. Now, clearly, some people, and some people, by the way, absolutely don't want that or, or don't need that. Yeah. Uh, and that's fine. I've known people in my life. Oh, yeah, yeah. My uh, Somebody within my family had, um, I mean, in the 60s, I mean, not the 1960s, but, you know, in, in this part of their life has found... A full family, everything. Oh wow! Uh, and 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 is got it, waited yeah. and got it. So it came when it was supposed to be there in his life. I'm going to say something that's going to sound a little strange, um, and it's split a gigging. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it does sound that's 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 strange. strange. Yeah. yeah. No, I bet you can't uh, even say that again. Now you're talking my language. <laughs> I think that there are, and don't get me wrong. God, I need to tread lightly here. Um, you know how they say there's like a soulmate and so on, and you've found that one person, that one yeah. person in the entire world. I really don't believe that. I think there are lots of people that we could all that could end people. up with and be compatible with and have mm. a great life with. Like Gladys Knight had multiple pips. Several pips. <laughs> yeah, not, not just yeah, one pip. Yeah, it was Gla- not <laughs> Gladys Knight and the pip. Yeah. Look at how many pips. You are the pip. Gladys <laughs> Knight and a pip. You're my soul pimp. I think had something, uh, and and this is why I'm hesitant to say it, because my wife is the most wonderful person in the world to me. She's my best bud and my lover and all those things. But had my life (laughs) taken me somewhere else, I have a feeling I could have maybe found someone there, too. Let me give you a perfect example. Uh, my, uh, My mom, I loved my mom dearly. My dad did. My dad was completely devoted to my mom. My mother passed away when she was... 50, uh, you know, the cancer, you know the story. Yeah. Sheila entered his life and has been, I don't know what the delineation would be, The so, what makes one, my mom was a soulmate, and I believe Sheila's my dad's sure. soulmate as well. Yeah. And and she's and, a pip too. She's a pip. She's, yeah. he's, he's too pippin'. What a yeah. pip. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, so um, I do understand that. I, and I, okay. Claire means everything to me, but were I to, to pass... You know, I I don't doubt that there's yeah. somebody out there who could be, you know. And if you believe you have, there's one and one only. Yeah. Then that okay. Well, yeah. my wife is just saying to me the other day she would never marry again. I'm like, oh, stop it. Like, you know, because yeah, the, you're number three and she's done. <laughs> the is, the uh, the edict is that uh, if anyone passes, then you have to wait at least a year. Right. And I'm, you know, I think that's that's a you know a safe, respectable number. My dad never got. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, I, I guess it, it'll it would 
what seems right to you, but I don't think I think Preston, there is something to what you're saying. That okay, you can, you can find something. I've always kind of thought that, and I, I know it's more popular to say there's the one person in the in the world for you. Um, but nonetheless, Let's be realistic. Though. Yeah, I mean, there's seven billion people on the planet. Yeah, so there's yeah. pits out there. Odds yeah. are you're gonna find another pit. The world there's like a billion pits out yeah. there. Yeah. For every Gladys Knight, there's uh, four there's five pips. pips. There's at yeah. least three pips. Right. And, you know that pip that that ain't you. That ain't you. No. There's another pip in there. You're pipper than that. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. It stinks. So uh, let let me go back to some of these other uh, common behaviors that are an instant turnoff when dating, according to this um, uh, Australian uh, dating expert. Danger, danger, danger. Danger, danger, danger. She said, uh, next, uh, it's not good dating etiquette to avoid answering questions and deflecting the question back on to the other person. Um... And that would would yeah, that so be? Avoiding. I know you are, but what am I? Why are well, you? No, like, why are you stupid? Yeah. No, they're probably trying to avoid answering <laughs> whatever the question yeah. was. Yeah, uh, I do uh, think though one of the key things that I try to tell people is don't um, talk to a person and ask questions about them, even on a social level. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you you hate being out with someone who is just always um, addressing their own stuff without saying what's going on with you. How are you doing? Yeah. Nick, were you answering that last message? Yes. It said, follow the Doobie Brothers and say, if you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. Not the Doobies. <laughs> Wrong band. Yeah. 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 Nice. Send them. Send them. Send them. Send them. Send Yeah. Uh, so, all right. Instead, uh, she's saying, be an open book and allow the conversation to flow by being prepared to open up uh, to the other person if you feel comfortable. All right. You should also should not treat your date like a therapist and avoid right. yes. complaining about your problems. That's, I've definitely yeah. been in that situation with someone before, and I've gone, uh, okay, this too is much. Forget it. Yeah. Uh, that thing, and I've seen it happen on dates, or if I've tried to hook up people, uh, they'll start complaining about their ex or about what they didn't like. Oh, about. Yeah. Stop that. Don't do that. Yeah. 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 Uh, nobody wants to hear about your problems. Sure, we all have had a bad day from time to time, but if you spend the date talking about it, and all the crap in your life, nobody uh, to hear how bad your life is. Nobody, nobody to hear. Nobody wants to hear. Oh, I think is what I was supposed to, to say. No, nobody to hear how bad your life is. <laughs> that must be the Australian way of saying that it. That must yeah. be it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, singles should also be kind to themselves and not put themselves down. Yes. In front of a potential partner. You're very naughty. So that would almost be like fishing for compliments, too. Right. Um, Ms. Ward deemed this to be the worst or the next level compared to uh, fishing for a compliment based on the impact it has on the other person. Uh, She said that uh, someone has to be constantly pulling you up. It's exhausting, and it's no fun for the person. It's a dating turnoff, which is true. Uh, And then last, she said... Can I guess? Sure. uh, Loud displays of gas? No. No. I I think that's uh, that goes without saying. Do you mind if I fart? <laughs> I'm sorry. I really have to fart badly. You're okay with that, right? Thank you. Uh, no, it also is deemed a major turnoff when someone continues to butt in when someone is speaking. Uh, well, that's my whole job. Or tries to change the subject or talks over uh, the top of someone. I hate butter inners. I can't stand it. Even if it's just socially, you know. But. I, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm not done talking here. Do you know what happens? Mm. Um, so obviously, as I, I don't know, I'm, I'm half joking, but that's what I do here. But that's the, the in, a, in a situation where you're there and you're trying to learn about someone, 
that, yeah, that's different. That's a different thing. And, yeah. and, and I, I agree with you. Or when a, uh, like at, at uh, family gatherings, it's funny though, if you, when there's a large family, people get so used to jockeying for position. Well, that's, I was just going to say, that's the only way I can get a comment in at a family gathering. You have to cut somebody off, otherwise, you'll never speak. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. Everybody just rambles? Yeah. And okay. like, there, I know the people who <laughs> uh, will continue to talk. So it's like, you, you you have to jump in, but she'll finish. She'll continue to finish she'll, her sentence. So and I'm like, fine, I'll just wait. There's someone in specifically, and Kathy, tell me this: Will you do this? Because I'll do it sometimes, and I love the sometimes the people that I encounter within my own family that that do it. But I will just keep talking. I will continue all the well, way to the end. What, of the, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's what the person I'm yeah. thinking of does, and so I. But I want to hear what other people are saying in, in that, and I try to give them a, a wide berth to do it, and then. But sometimes, and, and listen, I'm not the type of person to do this, but with certain <laughs> friends and family, I just, I, I'll just stay quiet. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm out. I'm out of this conversation. Mm. I don't, I don't want to be a part of it because I don't want to talk. Like, I don't want to have a conversation like that. Right. That's not a conversation. It's you talking. My underwear feels weird. <laughs> 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 For those who missed the earlier part of the show, Kathy went a whole day wearing her thong backwards. <laughs> Not recently. inside out. Recently. Backwards. No, backwards. <laughs> um, yeah, I know what you're saying, and but but you'll you'll just kind of clam up. You, Not you even if you're clam stuck up. there. I, you know what? I, it, Check out. No, it's been so long that like I just will exit. The mm-hmm. whole situation. I need it, you to it, stop talking. <laughs> it's not like I clam up and somebody would look over and be like, "Oh, they're mad." No, I just. It's I'm just gonna like, go over I, there. I'm not going to be. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to go over here. Right. And okay. And that's in the it. Yeah, you fade away. Yeah. I, I'm going to yeah. Blair Richard in the corner of the basement. By the way, here's a text, and somebody says, "How do I get my?" Uh, oh, Sue, I'm sorry. That's okay. How do I get my fiance to stop complaining about their day? Yeah, I mean, like that. That's an interesting question because sometimes you want to just vent to someone. Yeah. And so when you come home from work or you come home from a bad day or like you, somebody cut you off in traffic, but then Steve, you were talking earlier about like, you know, like uh, making fun of yourself for, versus self-deprecation. Like sometimes you just you you want to get something off your chest, yeah. but other times uh, you're complaining incessantly. It's too and, much, and that becomes too much. I think I have an idea for this person. Me too. Uh, legit though, uh, it's uh, whatever you feel about if they're complaining and it's bothering you. You don't want to bring it up to them while they're complaining to you. You need to do it at another time, maybe a dinner, maybe find a way, find an opening to get in there and, hey, it's something I've been meaning to tell yeah. you. But don't do it when they're complaining because that is going to lead to an argument. That looks like tit for tat. Yeah. It looks like one-upsmanship, and you don't want to do that. Yeah, I mean, listen. Uh, listen to the person that is complaining, right? This is this. Listen is, to the music, as the Doobie Brothers said. This is, this is what you kind <laughs> now, of... that's a correct yeah. reference. This is what you signed up for, so, so listen to their complaints. And maybe listen for some patterns and maybe offer up some advice as to... You know, alleviate. Listen, you know what I mean. Like if they're coming back and complaining about the same thing over and over and over and over and over again, okay. Well, what can we do about this? Well, a lot right? of times right? people just want to be heard, heard without yeah. you yeah. trying to fix it. Steve, right. you taught me a phrase, uh, and it was actually from uh, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, right, yeah. which is, "How does that make you feel? <laughs> right. or, or what do you think about right, that?" Right, right. Because uh, a lot of times between, men, and I guess men as well, but a lot of times women just want to be able to. To say it out loud and and just uh, tell how they feel. There's a great scene in Modern Family where Phil Dunphy's on the phone to his wife Claire, uh, and she's driving along and she's venting. And the he's at he's getting his 
a, like a Manny Petty mm-hmm. with a whole a bunch of women sitting around and they're listening to the conversation and he's making mistakes and they're going, no. And, and so he starts to do what they're saying. Well, how do you feel about that? Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, my God. Thank you for asking. And so all those little things yeah. that we may not hear mm-hmm. mean a lot. Again, not looking for someone to ratchet, wrench it, and okay, I fixed it for you. It's right. like, I, I completely hear you on this. Yep. I also think that uh, it's sometimes the complaints or, or whatever, especially if it's about your work, it might be above your head. Yeah. I know that when my wife is having some uh, you know issues at work, like I'm like, I, I almost don't understand what you're saying because like, you're using these terms that right. like, I just don't realize. I don't, I don't know what, you know. TPS means or, or whatever it is. But I'm saying I could not light my fart today at work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so disappointed in myself. <laughs> hey, honey, <laughs> you're a great fart lighter. Oh, thank you. You're fishing for compliments now at this point, right? Uh, Kim went to a therapist and was talking about it, this very thing last night. Hi, Kim. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Great. What's up, Kim? Um, so last night, actually pretty funny our therapist was talking to us about validation in relationships and she talked about when you're venting about your day at work about any issues asking your significant other first if they are in a good headspace to hear your problems right all right yeah and what if the answer is no then you wait then you wait yeah then then you wait okay do you wait with hurt feelings do you do you wait Um, with Wait. Sometimes it does, but that's part of the relationship. You have to respect yeah. one another's boundaries. Give and take, yeah. man. That's it. That's it, Kim. So that's and that's sometimes we don't. Hey, hey, look at us, all this doctor filling it up. But the mm-hmm. truth of the matter is, is that that does make a big difference. Take the pause. Understand that, as you say, are you in the right s- space to hear this? Also, uh, to the earlier point, Kim, you can't always be coming home and unloading. All of your angst and 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 agita throughout the day on someone else because that's not fair. Exactly. Maybe they have things that are bigger than. Right. You never know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. True. All right. Thank you. Good advice, Kim. Appreciate it. Thanks. Here's here's a uh, text. I'll say it says it took me a while to learn that my wife didn't want solutions. She just wants to vent. And I learned that even though uh, it would be rough to listen to this venting all the time. Uh, it was in my best interest to just be there for her. It's not the topic if itself, but. I just tell myself that listening to her and being in tune with her feelings was the most important part, not the actual complaint. Hmm. Okay. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. What are we doing here? That's hey, it, man. Man. That's right. it. Yeah. We learned about uh, the, uh, was it the, the hot uh, the octopus? octopus. <laughs> Wait, no. Was it hot? O- no. Hot octopus? Yeah. Yeah, hot octopus. Hot Carl. The hot octopus was the one from uh, cuffing season, right? And right. Uh, right. and and uh, not cuffing, drafting season. Yeah. And then it was the Aussie and the nutbuster. Uh, the nutbuster. Danger, danger, danger. The turnoff uh, things when you're dating. So, all right, interesting. All right, well, just thought it was worth talking about yeah. today as we're heading into quote unquote drafting season, which leads into cuffing season. And uh, so, thought we'd pass those uh, along to you this morning. All right, excuse me. <clears throat> We're going to take a break. Is our guest going to be she, here? Yeah, she just texted. She's on her way up uh, the elevator right now. Excellent. So we're going to meet the the latest uh, evening anchor at uh, Fox 29, uh, Sheba Russell. Uh, we're also going to talk to Randy Bates in a little while and tell Very you what's nice. going on with that. Speaking of that, we do have uh, Bates Motel passes for the secret text word today. So make sure you text the word secret to 39333. And we'll see if you win by the end of the program. Uh, oh, and uh, coming up in a little over an hour, another shot of winning $1,000 with you, Hulu. We'll be back in a moment. 
93.3 WMMR presents... I hear we have some wonderful, amazing news. Jackie, I won $1,000. You You win or you? Awesome, awesome. I'm very excited. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Your shot to win $1,000 cash. I won $1,000. You won $1,000. Congratulations. Listen for the Yoo-Hoo Loot Sounder and get the keyword. Text it to 45911 or enter it on our website or the new MMR app. You won the Yoo-Hoo Loot? Yes, I did. And you're $1,000 richer. That's awesome. I appreciate it very much. See official rules and details at WMMR.com. MMR's Yoo-Hoo Loot. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you, MMR Rock. Sponsored by Horizon Services Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. Book online at horizoneasybook.com. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. STP on MMR. Five minutes after nine o'clock on Wednesday morning. Going up to about 70 degrees or so. It's been kind of comfortable. Yesterday was a nice fall-tinged day. It was. Yeah, I could take that again today. I ate an entire pumpkin. Partly cloudy skies, which is perfect yeah. for, you know, <laughs> fall. Yeah. What you do. Uh, tomorrow, 71 and mostly sunny. And then uh, for the weekend gets a little chilly and rainy. So, like, Saturday, uh, high 62 and uh, some rain. I know. I know it's killing the... Uh, it's going to rain later on. Well, so, well, if you have plans for stuff in the morning, press it. You have your walk. Yeah, we got the 5K, so... It, it, it'll be overcast, but the residual storm stuff will be coming in later on in the day. I All have right, a fall right. activity on Saturday. <gasps> Come on. By the way, Monday is when we get the official fall activities yes. rollout. So Kathy's yeah. going to work really hard, and we'll have all and, that information available yeah, for you. Yeah, and I'm really excited about it. It's all new. Everything on the list is new for me, and there's also, like, a few uh, little added bonuses that you'll have to listen for uh, in order it. to take part in. Yeah, and it'll be up on the website because people immediately want access yes, and course. start doing these things. All right, we, cool. We took in a fall activity last year. We had that uh, that group come over and do the party at our yes. house, the outdoor uh, yard party. The picnic, awesome. yeah. We did a fall activity yesterday. I ate an entire pumpkin. pumpkin. That's why I laughed. <laughs> I was like, wow, it's small. All right, well, Monday is when we're going to reveal that. Let's take a look at traffic, and then we get a guest. Kath, what's going on this morning? Stop traffic on the Schuylkill Expressway westbound from Pashyunk to the Vine Expressway, and then uh, you are slow again from Girard to the Boulevard. There's an accident off to the shoulder. Eastbound side's Going from 202 into Belmont. Uh, 95 southbound slows from Cotman through to Bridge. Northbound side from the Betsy Ross Bridge to Bridge Street. An accident just cleared from there. 422 eastbound slowing 29 to 23. Uh, on the Vine, we've got an accident. Uh, westbound, you're jammed from 95 to the Schuylkill Expressway. The accident off to the shoulder. Blue Route northbound, heavy 95 to the Media Bypass southbound from Broom Mall to 95. Uh, Woodhaven Road, we still have that stop traffic between Knights Road and Bristol Pike. It's been there all morning. An accident blocking two lanes off. Also, uh, West Sedgley Avenue closed in Hunting Park, both directions between 5th and Erie, and that's because of the fire location. A 55 northbound jam Stepford to the 42 freeway on the New Jersey Turnpike northbound at 322. Right lane construction has been set up. This traffic report brought to you by Empire State Building. Immerse yourself in an authentic New York experience at the Empire State Building Observatory. Get your tickets at empirestatebuilding.com forward slash radio. Open daily. Reservations required. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. All right, thanks. Kath, uh, we do, uh, for years, we've been working uh, with Fox 29. We did the uh, Good Day Philadelphia morning hit, uh, Mike and Alex. We've been yes. for a long, 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 long time. So we have a nice 
connection with the gang at Fox 29. And so when we heard a new person was in town, we wanted to welcome them by and say hello. Uh, you can catch her weeknights as a co-anchor of the 5, 6, 10, and 11 p.m. newscast. And we are happy to say hello and welcome to Sheba Russell Yay! this morning. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. No problem. Nice to have you. And thank you for apologizing. We started off, we met in the hallway with an apologize. She had just gone to the restroom and shook hands. She goes, I swear it's not pee. I just washed my hands. I washed my hands. I always do I that, too. I remember that, too. that right? Yeah. A memorable line when you first meet uh-huh. someone. Uh-huh. <laughs> you always remember that. But I do that, too. I hate shaking someone's hands right after washing my hands because they're going to think I peed. Yeah. I'm pee not going to think that you you peed your, your, on your hands that much and just walked out of the bathroom. <laughs> well, <laughs> shows you how little you know about Kathy. <laughs> how little you know about nasty humans. Yeah. Yeah. There are nasty <clears throat> humans out there who would do that and yeah. be okay with it or sneeze and then shake your hand. Oh, yeah. That's right. one of the... Oh, go ahead, brother. So let's find out a little bit about you. You're from the area. You're from central Jersey, right? Yes, I'm from Jersey, <clears throat> Ocean Township, Monmouth County. <clears throat> And uh, but but uh, have uh, started off your your broadcast career elsewhere and then brought back. Uh, I've here been all here. over Preston, so okay. it's really nice to be back. I started my broadcast career on Long Island, then I moved to the Bronx. We're at uh, Long Island. Did you do uh, News Twelve or what? Yeah. Did you? Okay, so, so was... at that time there was a station called Neighborhood News Twelve. It was part of the News Twelve family. So I'm, I'm uh, born in New York and uh, raised on Long Island. So I knew News News Twelve for the longest time, and okay. and then you moved to NBC Ten. I moved to, no, not NBC 10. NBC so after Neighborhood News yeah. 12, I went to News 12, the Bronx. Right. Then I went to Pittsburgh, WTAE TV. Ah. So I've worked in Pennsylvania before, just on the other side. Mm-hmm. And then I moved to Boston. And then I moved to NBC4 in New York City and then to Atlanta. So from Atlanta, oh. I'm back up home. So NBC uh, News 4 in New York, Preston, is the Sue Simmons. I would always tell you about Sue Simmons. We played a couple of clips from oh, her. What the F are you doing? <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Yeah, my, but yeah, so it was one of the one of the big, the big stations. And so you've been around the, the area. It, I assume it's got to be... Um, I mean, you're a pro at this point, but you've got to acclimate to different areas. You're on the other side of the state. Yes, absolutely. Do you get All like a little primer? Yeah, here, right. It's, yeah. it's a challenge. You know, right. I think it's it's great to challenge your brain at any phase in your life, right? Yeah. Do they actually sit you down and, and say, because in this area, people will pick up on, in every area, everyone's very protective of their nor- their local names. And so um, do you do you kind of give yourself a course or they, do they give you a handbook of what to learn or, or, or how does it play out? There is no handbook. Okay. So before I even arrive in different markets, I'll watch the news uh. and take notes on my phone. And when I get into the station... You know, for the most part, the station is very... This this particular station, Fox 29, has been very supportive with the pronunciations. Good, good. They'll tell you before you get on air. They'll put things in the scripts. You know, I came into this business back in the day where people were not as kind. <laughs> <laughs> they would, you yeah. know, it was tri- trial by fire. And mm. they knew, you know, back in the day, they knew that there were certain words that you they knew you wouldn't know how to pronounce. And then they, they would sit back and wait for you to mispronounce it and then get in your ear after you mispronounce it to tell you that you mispronounced it. What did, what did you think of the first time you saw Bella Kinwood written down? <laughs> I know. I was like, I need to know how to pronounce that uh, particular yes. community. Because you don't want to upset people. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I think the benefit of working in Pittsburgh those many years ago, I already know how to pronounce some words that are 
in the state. Right. Okay. Google like, and all the other things here Lancaster are... Right. and Wilkes-Barre and, you know... <laughs> right, so right. things like that have been very helpful. In Pittsburgh, were you familiar with the, uh, the phenomenon known as the Pittsburgh Toilet? No. So there's there for some reason builders for a time would put a toilet like just in the and like in an unfinished ba- basement just in the middle of the room. Yeah, like with no walls. Uh, uh, the closest like to the pipe. Yeah, it wasn't uncommon to you see know what? a toilet I might just have sitting gone, out all on its own. I might have. I was a street reporter for many years. I'll bet I you might saw. have gone to a bathroom like that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was in a home though. No, no, no. See, it's been it's been many years. Yeah, okay. It might have been at a. I don't know. I did go to a bathroom where it was just a hole somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I, bet, I bet you washed your hands afterwards, I, though, didn't you? Yeah. I don't know common. if there was a place to wash my hands <laughs> afterward. I think it was a hand sanitizer or something at that point. Apparently, it's yeah. common in Pittsburgh. So Yeah, I, I, I definitely have that experience. Uh, so you you're in Atlanta for six years, I was reading? Yes. Um, that looks pretty cool. It was. Yeah, Atlanta. I really I've only I went there. One, I went one time. Uh, it was for a, a convention of sorts. So I was only there for a couple of days, and we had stayed in the in the Buckhead region. Mm-hmm. And I really liked. It. I mean, it was great restaurants and really cool stuff. And I'm like, I'd like to come back around, but nothing has ever brought me back to Atlanta yeah. for any particular reason. It's a booming city. When yeah. I first got there, there was a bit of a culture adjustment, but the city really grew on me fast, and I love it. I love everything. About Hot it. as hell, though. Right, but I I love yeah. the heat. Oh, you do? I'm okay. a summer baby. Yeah, so, yeah. You know the fact that I had to put on layers today is <laughs> yeah. such a bummer. Well, so how'd you do in Boston? Um, Boston. Oh my gosh, I wore and I was a street reporter for three days a week in Boston. I wore snow pants oh for about six months out of the year, <laughs> and I was on mornings the oh. the coldest time of the day. But no, no joke. I wore snow pants for most of the year, of like course. going into su- like it was supposed to be summer months. I'm like, are we going to warm up at some point here? <laughs> well, at that time in the morning. You're, you're dealing with the old, old temperatures are off the table there. Um, when you are a street reporter, and it's become over the years, obviously, we're, we're tied into the, the local news scene here, and we've been around for a long time here. And it, it's um, it's a fact that they what they used to send you out with was a lot more elaborate, and they kept paring away and paring away. And so you're, you're a lot of times, you know, you're you're the whole show when you're a street reporter these days. Have, did you ever have a particularly tough situation when you were out on the street because... You know, they would send a, a few people in days of yore, not so much as it evolved over the years, where, where you felt like, I'm, I'm in a dicey situation here. Well, Steve, I used to be a one-man band reporter. That's what they used to call it uh, Okay, back in the day. And when I was a one-man band reporter, I was covering the Bronx. I had a woman um, physically assault me when wow. I was out on the streets. You yeah. know, she, she hit my hand and knocked the microphone out of my hand. and <gasps> Some neighbors called police on her, but by the time the police arrived, I was able to calm her down and get her on camera. <laughs> Good job. Um, so I have had some dicey situations covering yeah. the news by myself. So I mean, you're I, by guess yourself. I, I guess I don't really, uh, I don't really, I, I, I don't see a big, big difference. Yeah. Okay. Now, I know that there's, you know, if you have a crew with you, back in the day, we used to have one guy who ran the satellite truck, another guy right. who was out there as the photographer, and then it was you, so you felt a little more guarded, but I definitely have been in many situations where it was just me. Mm. The street reporter also ends up with the gig that I always feel so terrible for you, if you happen to be that person that is, uh, you know, 4.30 in the morning on the morning newscast going, no, Jim, it's not snowing here yet. Yeah. <laughs> now, you see yeah, behind yeah. me, there's nothing yeah, going right. on at all. And I'm glad I got up at 3 a.m. to drive out to Lancaster to show you that it's not snowing here right now. I was just talking to my co-anchor about that. Yeah. You know, he's like, I love weather coverage. I said, I 
Don't bring me. Because I've been that street reporter out there when nothing's going on yet. Uh-huh. You have to keep explaining that yeah, nothing's happening yeah. yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. your co-anchor is Jason. Jason. Jason Martinez. And he's he's relatively new. A couple of years. I think about three years. Okay. Did yeah. did What was the first thing he told you when you came to the market? Because he came from another market. I mean, the first time we met, it was just... You know, hey, are you my co? You're my co-anchor. You know, <laughs> we just had a pleasant dinner and just got to know each other. I don't know if there was any particular piece of advice that he gave me. Every one of the stations has just been really no, warm. they're awesome, and, and, really what, warm. But there is a weird, uh, not a weird. It's 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 one of the most key elements to making a, a newscast like yours work, which is the chemistry between the anchors. Yeah. And uh, that's I, I, that has to be finessed in a way, but you also have to, <clears throat> okay, let's get up and running quickly. So um, have you ever had a situation where you, and you don't have to name names in a market, but where you're like, oh, this is not going to work? Let me just say this about Jason. I have felt <laughs> like from day one that he's always had my back. Oh, uh, cool. Okay. He, That's he, has good. Said, he has said something to me like, I have your back kind of thing, right. um, which is what you want. With right, your, right, right. Your partner. You don't want someone stabbing you in the back as soon as you get off the air. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think there have been some situations where I just know I have to watch my back. <laughs> they haven't done anything really deliberate. In front of me, but yeah. I'm a great people reader and a great energy reader. I think that's one of the reasons why I've been able to survive in this business for more than two decades. Yeah. Um, but nothing, nothing where I, you know, I have Overt. to go to the well, boss's okay. office and say it's time to go. Nothing right. like that. Right. Okay. One, one of the greatest news anchor backstabbing stories happened right here in Philadelphia. Which was back when, uh, yeah, uh, there were yes, a couple I of know anchors. You know the story, right? And I, know, yeah. I know her, yes. Oh, you do? You know yes. Alicia? Yeah, okay. Yeah, we knew her as well. And we knew all those guys, <laughs> yeah. which we was kind of weird. We knew both of them well. Yeah, very well. And and it was kind of, it was to us, we were going, really? That really happens in this industry where you have credible people who uh, who we, you know, trust and so on? I would imagine, though, that's, 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 yeah. that's part, listen, as with anything... Uh, you know, and that's why you you guys are are um, you, you don't get a lot of that. So you guys also like besides that, you have Dr. Mike Sirigliano at the mm. beck and call. <laughs> so he's he'll, he loves he, he can give you a shot of something that'll calm you down. It is so. funny that that stuff became front page news, though. You know, like it's it, local news anchors become celebrities, of, celebrities, yeah. Yeah, especially in Philly. Um, but I, I wanted to ask you about uh, two viral moments that happened at Fox Twenty Nine, and, uh, and whether or not you saw them before you got to town. The first is Mike Derrick making fun of the Kardashians, <laughs> and the second is Steve Keeley getting plowed over by a snowplow. <laughs> that one was I fun. didn't see those two moments. Really? Oh, I, saw, really? I saw some other moments okay. that yeah. have gone viral, but no, man, that happened to you, Steve. I'm Steve, sorry. Oh, not me, God. Steve Keeley. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, not yeah, Steve yeah, Morrison. Yeah. Steve <laughs> Keeley, Fox 29. Yes. Steve Keeley got hammered. He was standing <laughs> side of the street, a little too far out, and he's he's a real out on the street, you know. I. I uh, we used to have our fun with them, and then there, there's the footage. Oh, they're playing it right now. You know, something like that, something similar to that happened to me. Yep, exactly. Watch, he when gets, I, watches, boom! When I was in it Boston, it didn't go, it, there was like a wave, and it, it's like a traffic accident. It comes at you in slow motion. Jeez, yeah. And it made my resume reel. That's, <laughs> it was part of the resume reel that got me to New York City. Hmm. So I'm on the side of the road, and when people are watching that, they think you're closer to the road than you are, something with the dimensions of the camera. Well, it's also white out, because you get, yeah, yeah. And I was out there describing yeah. sludge on the side of the road. 
<laughs> on the side of a highway, and the big wave of oh, muck no. comes oh, towards you this way. Yeah, that made it. I mean, can, after that, are you like, can I go home now? Like, is this <laughs> over? <laughs> That's just the beginning of the torture. That's it. Uh, if you're just tuning in, it's uh, Sheba Russell, who is uh, evening anchor on Fox 29, and we're getting to meet in person for the first time. Uh, how about a little bit uh, about you personally? Um, kids, married, stuff yes, like I that? Yes, I have a daughter. She's now 18 years old, <gasps> and she just started at Drexel University. Oh, nice. I'm super proud. So our stars aligned at just the right moment. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. So had she already been looking at, at Drexel before uh, yeah, she Philadelphia? Was, Drexel was one of the schools that she had applied to. Okay. Yeah. She wanted to be an engineer? No. Okay. <laughs> Drexel is, no, I mean, Drexel is, a, is known as an engineering school, but they mm-hmm. have a fantastic fashion design program, fashion merchandising program. So she's now in the design oh. and merchandising. Our program. music director is yeah. uh, Drexel alum. Yeah. yeah, they have a fantastic music program. Drexel's fashion design program is one of the top 10 programs in the country. I did not know that. Okay, so yeah. she could go on to be a famous designer. Wow. She's now steering toward merchandising. So it's interesting because when she was first accepted, it was design. But throughout her senior year, things were changing for her. She was getting some work experience. And okay. So now she's more interested. Well, Nick in, has in a big velour collection. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. If you ever need a velour tracksuit, I got a guy. Yeah, I know a guy. Is it the Juicy Couture? <laughs> no, no, no. J-Lo. Velomino, and uh, it's made in um, a closet upstairs. But <laughs> believe it or not, I got track suits for everybody in the show. It's terrific. And they're awesome. Yeah. So. But that's, that's it does look like a juicy that's yes. what it is. From, yeah. from someone who's uh, who's traveled around the country, worked in a whole bunch of different places, I'm always curious when you come back to Philly, like what's the most underrated thing about our city? Because people, it, it, Philly gets trashed all the time. We always get sandwiched yeah. in between New York and D.C., but it's a great city. We've all lived here forever. What do you think about this town that um, people don't know outside of Philly is great? I definitely think Philly is misunderstood. Um, before I moved here, I feel like it was the most hated city in America or something. And I get here and I'm like, what? I don't get it. Right. I, I, I do love Philly so far. I, I, this has been the easiest transition of my career uh, by far. I don't know if it has to do with how many years I've been in the business. I'm closer to home now. My dad, my sister, my brother, they're still in Jersey. Some of my childhood friends are closer here. Uh, since I've moved back, some of my friends from graduate school have reached out because they're right here as well. Um, I love the restaurants here. I, I do love the grit here. I love the toughness. I think the whole thing where they say Philly is the rudest city in America. Did right, you see yeah, that yeah, the yeah, other yeah. week? Yeah. I'm like, I just feel uh, Philadelphians are misunderstood because, and I'm gonna, now I'm going to say we, <laughs> because we are honest and we tell it like it is, which is very similar to the New York City way it, as well. I appreciate that. It's an easy go-to, uh, you know, and a lot of people just, just like, oh, you guys, this is what you guys are about. And we've seen it time and time again. And, and uh, but the people here get it. And it's one of the things that I always love being from New York myself is that. I always said that, that Philly has, um, you know, so it may have a bit less than what a Manhattan has or, you know, the city proper or the general area. But you also have a lot less of the BS. And it also has, bizarrely, for a big city, a small town vibe that's really yes. cool. Yes, it's very similar to Atlanta in that yeah. way. There are, uh, there's a lot of friendly people here. Yeah. It's, it's called the rudest city in America, but people are very friendly. You can say hi to people. You can say thank you. You can yeah. engage with people, and it's not a bad thing right. in Philly, which is what I appreciate. 
All right, back to a little bit more about you. I still want to find out a little bit more about you. Yes. What, uh, what type of, uh, so I'm going to ask you these questions. What, what, what are your activities? What do you like to do? What's uh, fun for you? I love to exercise. I do a mix of Soul Cycle and Orange Theory. That's mm. big with me. I love to hike. I love to swim. I love to go on vacation. I love to be really close to the beach. Okay. All right. Well, you got all you got close to the beach here. Yes. Well, you grew up in Central Jersey, so you know that. You impressed me as a big game hunter. Would I be correct? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> game hunter? What was your beach in Central Jersey? Well, so when I was growing up, Asbury Park, which is closest to me, was, uh-huh. was pretty much, it was a ghost town when I was growing up. Mm. So we would go to Asbury, um, Long Branch. But m- for the most part, when I go back to the Jersey Shore now, I go visit and stay in the Asbury Park region okay. because it's so built up now. And I'm so proud when I go back of how they've been able they to turn it around? Rescue, rescue that area and turn yeah, it around. Yeah. All right. Favorite movie? Uh or movies, type I of would, movies. I would, I would go back to the past. I would say Pretty Woman. Pretty oh! Woman. Casey! Never seen it. Casey's never seen, never it. seen it. Can yeah. you believe that? I just, uh, I just haven't seen it. And, and now it's like, it's, it's we too were far trying, gone. We were trying to figure out which prostitute we would go with. Oh, my gosh. I think or it, would it's, it be more, it's like more than prostitution. You know? It's, oh, yeah, it is. But we were, ju- we, we were discussing which prostitute would, Disney would, would, would be Disney prostitute. Or Viv. Yeah. And Casey was kind of going for Kit. I thought, or no, Nick, you were yeah. saying Kit, right? She seems like uh, more seasoned. <laughs> more we were saying if we were going to drive across the country, <laughs> right, that's yeah. with a prostitute, is it worth it? it? Would you go high end or right. would you go low end? Julia Roberts, or yeah, yeah. right. It's a, it's it's a, a great it, movie. Yeah, New Jack City. Have you watched New Jack? Oh, I love New Jack City. Yeah, yeah. Long, long. I long have time a lot of great that. favorites. I think now I watch a lot of series, mm-hmm. not a lot of movies. All right, what are you watching? I am watching. House of the Dragon. Oh, yes. oh were you a Game, Game of Thrones, Thrones fan? Yes. <laughs> yes. Love it. Yes. I love House of the Dragon. And uh, what else am I watching? I don't know if Grey's Anatomy has come back on yet. I have a big list. There's and like 19 TV. seasons of yeah. Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you what, I just started watching this. is totally off topic. We're going to talk about me for a minute here. Uh, <laughs> Sheba, if you don't mind. But I just started watching Steve uh, She-Hulk last night with Caroline. I've watched two episodes. I love it. Oh, really? I think it's so much fun. I I, I enjoy it. it. I'm glad you do, too. I want to see where it goes because my feeling is now is I was like, and I'm waiting for something more to happen. I do. So I like this. Like like you at the beginning. I don't want to ruin it. You just hang in there and tell me what you think. And we can we can uh, when we're getting our Manny Petties, we can talk about (laughs) very good. Two episodes (laughs) in and I'm I'm happy. I think it's fun. So I also Um, watch the power series on stars. 50 cent show. Fantastic. Yeah, Yeah, they're on the Canaan series now. So I'm really into that. Okay, what about music? What uh, all taste? I mean, since living in Atlanta, I have a really great love of trap music, Mm. hip hop. I've always loved hip hop. Okay. Um, but I love all genres. All right. I, I, you know, I went to Nashville one one night, and I started off at the Grand Ole Opry and <laughs> ended the night at a Kanye concert. Okay. <laughs> so my tastes are all across the board. All right. Very yeah. good. Excellent. And your daughter, she's into uh, similar stuff that you're into? Yeah. we. Right. we she loves concerts and music and um, loves making new friends and... Um, seeing what, you know, we love to go to new restaurants. That's the thing that we love to do. I mean, in the right town. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. It's a foodie town for sure. It's not a false compliment. I mean, I, you must get confused as sisters because when you said you had an 18 year old, I'm oh. like, there's, there's, no, there's way. no way. Yeah, there's a lot of texts coming in about uh, uh, they're watching us on YouTube and really? how, how young you look and oh you shouldn't God. be able to have an 18 year old <laughs> and been in the business for 20 some odd years. It's or funny. I, I was in um, our apartment elevator 
about two weeks ago, and we brought a microwave to her dorm, and turned out she didn't need the microwave. So I was moving the microwave from my car to the mover's truck, and I had it in the elevator with me, and the guy's looking at me, because it says all my daughter's dorm information on right. there. He's looking at me, he's looking at the box, and he's looking at me, and I said... I know what you're thinking. You think I'm moving into college. <laughs> but I'm not. Yeah. It's my daughter's microwave. Nice. You must use palm I'm flattered. I, I, don't, I don't see it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm no. flattered, really. We see it, yeah. Well, listen, we, uh, we're glad you made some time to come in here and say hello to us. Thank you. And uh, we wish you all the luck uh, and uh, welcome you to our fair city. And, Thank you. Um, I hope, hopefully we'll be running into you again sometime soon. I hope so. Absolutely, yes. Right. Thank you. Uh, from Fox 29, please give some love to Sheba Russell. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we got to take a break. We'll come back in a second. Don't forget another $1,000 to be given away this morning. You Who Loot is on the way shortly. Bizarre file coming up. The MMR is coming to your neighborhood. Tomorrow from 7 to 9, Casey Boy rocks Saloon 151. 151 West Gay Street in Westchester. Enter for a chance to win Eagles Dallas tickets or a Dallas Goddard autographed helmet courtesy of Bud Light. Plus, enjoy 250 Bud Light bottles. By the way, uh, tomorrow night, Casey Boy and the MM Army are going to be... Uh, appearing at the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff from 7 to 9. They'll be at Saloon 151 in downtown Westchester. Mm-hmm. And you could win a pair of tickets to watch the Eagles play the Cowboys October 16th and a signed Dallas uh, Goddard Eagles helmet nice. uh, courtesy of Bud Light. So Casey will be there with a bunch of swag and things, your chance to win and hang out and have a good time. So then they have great food. Uh, we were, they were supposed to be here this morning, but... Signals got mixed up, so I, I feel. I just know it's great. Yeah, you just feel it, <laughs> just right? Feel it. Am I doing that or no? We're gonna hold off on that. Okay. All right. Just go with. I was pointing at helicopters. I said that to Casey. No, not helicopters. Woo woo woo. But you can join Casey there tomorrow night. Saloon one fifty one Whiskey Bar and Grill. Listen, before we go to the bizarre file, um, secret text word. We have a chance to win uh, Bates Motel and Haunted Attractions passes. Um, and it's also this week's big friggin' deal. Oh, so, it's a great deal. Yeah, you can get, uh, for $50, you get two tickets to uh, Bates Motel and Haunted Attractions in Glen Mills. And that's uh, a hell of a bargain. And that is while supplies last as well. So while we're talking about this, why don't we bring on the man who presents it all, Mr. Randy Bates Yay! from Bates Motel. Yo, Randy. Hey, guys. How you doing this morning? We're good, man. It's been a while. How you been? Uh, you know what? Never better. Never better. Looks that, good. That's excellent. Yeah. So um, you guys are obviously getting set for uh, a season where people want to get out and get into the feel of Halloween and all things. So are, are you open yet? Uh, we opened last weekend and uh, we'll be open this weekend. And then starting on the uh, October 7th, Friday, uh, open every day, June 31st. Nice. Categorically, uh, the the most bang for your Halloween buck. I love seeing you, uh, Randy, because that means it's my favorite time of year, Halloween. And y- your your attention to detail over there with all the attractions, the way you um, you know process the people through. Everyone has uh, no one ever feels rushed. It's it's never overwhelming. It's such a great setup, and it, it you know throughout the years. It seems like every year you're adding something and modifying it. I mean, you're living and breathing Halloween year-round, correct? Absolutely. Uh, we start in, in uh, February and March going to the, some of the trade shows, buying some props and uh, getting some ideas. And then we start uh, manufacturing our own stuff. You know, we build everything in-house. So Even the, 
the costumes, the the makeup, the the appliances, the little woochies that you glue on a, the actors' faces. We make here. Yeah. That's so great. I mean, it's, totally it's it's movie studio level stuff, and and so you would have the option. I remember, I think it was last year. Uh, to to walk the um, the hayride uh, tour, you know the the haunted uh, uh, hayride. But uh, is that is that will that still be in effect this year? No, we did that because of COVID. Right. Uh, obviously, can't social distance on a hay wagon. Right. But uh, do the uh, we did a survey. People really wanted to bring the hayride back, and so this year uh, the haunted hayride is is back. Excellent. Better than ever. No, it's it's from the. I mean, you, we've all done it. The, from the first seconds you show up in front of that, the the, the flames, the fire, the, the, the thing, edifice, man, the fire always yeah. freaked uh, me out. I'm like, uh, dude, it's yeah. unbelievable. The dragon yeah. over there. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Well, the, the, the time that we were down, the uh, the old castle kind of rotted. So. uh we rebuilt it this year. It's huge. It's thirty-five foot tall walls. Wow! Uh, oh, more fire than ever. There's, there's, and then, uh, there's back in the hayride trail. We built a uh, uh, the, the Twin Oak Ridge Western Town, <sighs> and uh, it's so detailed. You got to go through the hayride four or five times to see everything. Well, that's, that's, that's the case with so much. So, and it, you you get a good long ride. That's just one aspect of it, though. You obviously have the uh, the Bates Motel, which is jammed full of stuff. Any additions to that this year? <clears throat> uh, last year we did five. Or I'm sorry, seven new rooms. Uh, redid them. So we've added a few more animatronics, a couple actors. Uh, the uh, Revenge of the Scarecrow uh, Haunted Corn Trail. Uh, we added more props than that, so we're, we're always upgrading, making things better. That's nice. Great. You got you got enough employees, or are you looking to hire any more people right now, Randy? Oh, we can always use more people, but uh, okay. currently we've got 175 <gasps> actors. It's <laughs> incredible. And, uh, yeah, a lot of dedicated people working here, plus probably another 75 staff. All By right. the way, it's the happiest it. happiest staff you'll find because a lot of them are listeners to the show when we, when we show up. Uh, and uh, they they love working it there. They really, I mean, while you're waiting to go on a lot of these things, there are actors walking around, and uh, you'll hear a periodic screaming from around the air. By, by the way, do you still have the um, the the, the uh, pee stained um, clothing from people who <laughs> <laughs> who lost control? You had like a gallery there, as I recall. Yeah, we used, we used to have the uh, uh, the scoreboard of how many people pissed themselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, since we stopped allowing people to drink beer on the site, we don't have that many. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, Randy, we're happy things are up and running again. So open this weekend, and then uh, you open every night. Did you say the 7th? Was that when it was? Yeah, 7th okay. the 31st. And uh, we were just uh, voted uh, one of the five legendary haunted attractions in America by the America Haunts Group. Yeah, yes, congratulations. Yeah, that yeah. is well-deserved. We're not overstating it. If it's been a while since you've been out to uh, to Randy's place, you've got to get out there. Uh, the big freaking deal is definitely worth taking advantage of. But I mean, a lot of people have just been not getting their, their Halloween fix for the past couple of years, and here's a way to shotgun everything at one location. Yeah. And, Randy, if people want to get all the info, is it uh, BatesMotel.com or what's your uh, address? Yep. We're, okay. we're at TheBatesMotel.com. Okay. You buy tickets right online. Everything's online. Everything's time ticketed now. So cool. if you show up, you know, you, you come at 8 o'clock on a Saturday night, you're still going to have just a, a short wait. All awesome. Right. Excellent. All right. Well, we'll send the masses as always, Randy. Great to talk to you, man. Uh, you too, Steve. Take care. All right. All right. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. All right. So, Kathy. <laughs> 
you can go to uh, WMMR.com and use the keyword DEAL while the supplies last uh, for the Bates Motel and get that uh, $50 deal for a couple of tickets, which is cool. All right, let's do the B5. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, we're going to start with this story. It's a pretty messed up story. Maybe you guys saw this. A Western Montana woman's post is going viral on Facebook uh, after she claimed she shot, killed, and skinned a wolf pup. According to Montana Fish and Wildlife Parks, the animal she hunted wasn't a wolf, but it was a dog. It may have been a husky. And The woman took to social media claiming that she, quote, smoked a wolf pup with pictures to prove it, including one of the the, uh, animals skinned. I, I was I was I would have been revolted by a wolf pup, and yeah. then we find out it's just it's, it's a dog and probably a husky. Uh, Greg Lemon of the Montana Fish and Wildlife uh, Division, look at I killed. Said we've determined that it wasn't a wolf. The woman has not been charged with anything related to the incident. Uh, according to Lemon, the woman actually shot a dog near Martin City. Uh, and Lemon said it's always important to be certain of the animal you're going to harvest. And she had what she said was a raccoon pelt. It was a Las Vegas showgirl. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. That's a big mistake. Well, yeah. with the feathers and yeah. all. <laughs> you know. <laughs> she should not be killing things. To mistake it for an yeah. animal. Uh, Great Falls native Rebecca Harding couldn't agree more and said, how could you ever mistake a husky like that for a wolf? She owns four huskies. Of her own and loves the breed so much, she even dedicated a Facebook page to them. Harding said she's poaching. She's hurting our hunting community by posting that she went out looking for one specific animal and shooting a different one. Uh, The sheriff's office is investigating. They said that the uh, dog was one of at least of a dozen that someone abandoned in the area. All husky and shepherd mixes. Animal control was able to pick up 11 of the dogs. But it was too late for the husky. It's too uh, stupid. The sheriff's department has identified the woman, and uh, Fish and Wildlife is now investigating uh, whether she had the proper hunting license or not. She said she's that. going back to fishing for bear. Okay. Uh, an incident involving a naked man, his neighbor, beer cans, and guns. Played out Sunday night, bringing deputies to a house. What got skinned during this story? Uh, shots were rapidly fired. Were rapidly fired, and it was around eight forty-five p.m. Officers learned that the unclothed male suspect was in front of his house when his across-the-street neighbors began yelling at him. Words flew from both sides of the street. You look so hot! <laughs> before one of the neighbors threw two full beer cans and hit the naked man's house. Wow. The nigga man then went inside and got a shotgun. One of the neighbors then went inside and got a handgun. Yeah. And then fired five uh, rounds into the ground in an effort to scare the naked man. Uh, Nobody was hurt. Investigators were at the scene for more than two hours, and the case remains under investigation. U.S. renowned ski mountaineer uh, Hillary Nelson has gone missing on Nepal's uh, Manaslu Mountain. On the same day that an avalanche killed a Nepali climber on the same peak, uh, Nelson was skiing down, uh, and I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly or not, Manaslu, or Manaslu, uh, after having successfully summited the world's eighth highest mountain with her partner Jim Morrison on Monday. She had an accident and she was descending shortly after her summit, apparently. On the same day, an avalanche hit between camps three and four on the 26,000-foot mountain, killing a Nepali climber and injuring dozens, uh, a dozen others. 
Uh, the death was the first confirmed casualty of the autumn climbing season in Nepal. Uh, weather had improved on Tuesday, and a helicopter was headed to the site of Nelson's accident. Morrison had reached base camp and was accompanying the search and rescue team. And apparently the 49-year-old has had a career of spanning two decades and is described as the most prolific ski mountaineer of her generation. In a profile on uh, Sponsor North Face website. That goes to show you that, you know, Nick, you know, countless stories of really accomplished people. It doesn't matter how good you are. Mountains can kill you, man. Yes. Anything over 20,000 feet, you're, you're... Asking for trouble at some in point. In 2012, she became the first woman to summit the highest mountain in the world, Everest, and its adjacent uh, Lost uh, Lotsi uh, within 24 hours. So that's how good she is. Yeah. Uh, six years later, she returned to Lotsi and made the first ski descent of the mountain, which earned her the National Geographic Adventure of the Year Award. Wow. So she wasn't wow. a, an am Yeah, she was not a piker on this stuff. So they're not... Uh, they, they think she didn't make it, so they're, they're but they're looking for her. Uh, shots were fired outside a side of a South Florida bar after an argument broke out over who was supposed to sing the next karaoke song. Um, according to karaoke can get brutal. A lot of people don't realize the undercurrents, the underworld that there is. It started World War One. Uh, patrons at the Sandbar Sports Grill uh, saw their fair share of gun violence that night. Police taped off the area. Collected several shell casings following the shooting. Cars also took damage as bullet holes and damaged glass. All right, calm down. We're just going to sing Wham! tonight. Was seen in the aftermath. Now, officials said an argument started between four to five adults outside of the bar when one person pulled out a gun and shot two people. Video footage of paramedics helping two victims was captured on cell phone by people inside the restaurant. Zachary Ramos witnessed the argument that led to the accident. He said it was karaoke night. (laughs) Two males got into an argument about whose turn it was to go up next on stage. It turned into a big fight, and when the males walked out to finish the fight outside, they started shooting at each other. Jeez. I was basically in survival mode, just kept trying to survive and keep my dog from getting shot and keeping my friends from getting shot. A brawl would ensue, which led uh, outside the bar and escalated into an exchange of gunfire. Ramos also mentioned an innocent woman was hit by the gunfire as well. So three people, two men and a woman, were transported to the hospital. Both gunmen fled the scene, and police are still searching for them. All over karaoke, karaoke. by the way. Yeah. Are yeah. they going to go through the quiz, though, or is that too risky? Maybe that's a bit much. Uh, Nick has a follow-up. Yeah. They found the body of the uh, of uh, Hillary Nelson, the, the mountaineer. So that's yeah, it, terrible news. Just reported this about an hour ago. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, how about this? This is a little lighter fare and a little bit complex, so stick with me on All this. All right. It was the caper of the century. A minuscule New Jersey deli not only became a publicly traded entity, but mysteriously grew to have a market value worth $100 million. Yeah. Now, three men are being charged with illegally pumping up the company's stock with the goal of dumping their shares and absconding with the profits. And they never even had the chance to pocket their ill-gotten bread. You don't understand. Their liverist is really good. On Monday, separate actions from the Securities and Exchange Commission and the Department of Justice accused 63-year-old James Patton, 80-year-old Peter Cocker, and uh, 53-year-old Peter Cocker Jr. of illicitly manipulating the share prices of Hometown International, the deli's parent company, and another business called Easy Waste. Mm. So prosecutors claim that the sandwich scheme traces back to 2014 when two people in New Jersey expressed interest in opening a deli. One of those individuals was friends with Patton, and he allegedly suggested an unusually complex corporate structure for the fledgling, fledgling business. An umbrella corporation named Hometown International would assume ownership of the deli. 
Patton explained that creating Hometown International would allow for easy expansion in the event that the deli was successful. So, makes sense to these guys. Sure. Uh, but unbeknownst to the deli owners, the Department of Justice added almost immediately after Hometown International was formed, Patton and his associates began laying the foundation for the scheme. Their alleged crimes were relatively simple. Hang on, I hope I have the whole thing, whole story. They describe this as like a wolf of Wall Street thing. Yeah, so relatively simple. Through coordinated trades, they injected inaccurate information into the marketplace, creating false impressions of supply and demand. From the outside, it looked like independent investors were hugely interested in the two company stocks. Shares of Hometown International eventually skyrocketed 939%, according to the Department of Justice, and e-waste soared 19,900%. So to conceal their activity, the defendants allegedly gave shares in the business to family members, friends, and associates, and also gained control over their trading accounts by obtaining their login information. Uh, But the underlying numbers never made sense. The deli made less than $40,000 per year. Uh, yet at its peak, boasted a nine-figure <laughs> market value. I mean, it, the audacity. Uh-huh. Hometown International in particular attracted significant media interest and the attention of Wall Street big shots like billionaire David Einhorn. Uh, that attention brought unwanted secure scrutiny on the defendants. Uh, the SEC said before they were able to reap the uh, intended profits of the schemes and the three men now face substantial penalties, each ca- penalties, each carrying a maximum prison sentence of 20 years, along with hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars in fines. I remember when this story <laughs> so hit. So do I. And I didn't understand it, uh, but apparently they were full on just pulling an absolute, you know, stock scheme. Have you ever watched Wolf of Wall Street? I never have. And you know what? I see uh, people... Talking about what a great movie it is Preston, all the time. It's become one of my. If it's on, I watch it. Okay, uh, it's it's. There's so many elements to it, and Leonardo DiCaprio is so effing good in it. Uh, but it's one of those things where oh, I can't. Why you? Just stop here. Just stop here. And they keep going. And 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 the stuff that they're doing is so outlandish. It's like. I mean, and you think about how you would be in that situation. Like, I get nervous. As I said, when my inspection sticker lapses on the car, I get nervous. They're doing things that are just off the charts insane. You know, and it's a true story. I, For some reason, I've found, like, storylines like that now kind of give me, like, a little anxiety or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just mm-hmm. don't want to watch them. You know what, though? What I know it's probably a great movie and I should see it. It's balanced with so much legitimately funny stuff. Okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like there is a scene where DiCa- DiCaprio <laughs> believes that he was able to make it home from a country oh club. God. But he's on wasted. Ludes, on Quaaludes. Right, yeah. On Quaaludes that so. were old and super... So he, he <laughs> says... Oh, I, well, somehow I made it home without any incident. And then you then you see what actually happened. Yeah. And his cars, he's smashing into crap right and left. And he's when he's in the lobby, Nick, it's so hilarious. Yeah. He's and trying to make a call. The way that they cut to it is yeah. great. The, the scene with Rob Reiner, who plays his dad, oh. and when, they're, when they're going over the expense reports, yeah, yeah. and they're talking about like the, the, the people that they had to hire for these parties, and Preston, it's all like the most debaucherous stuff they could yes. ever right. so it's It is a really funny movie on top of it being... Uh, messed up story. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, speaking of all this money has got me in this mode. Here it is. MMRs. You who loot. Now, listen up. Here's your keyword. The word is like. 
L I K E. All right, and all you have to do is send that to us. All right, we're going to give you 15 minutes until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways to do it. All right, you can text the word like to special contest short code number 45911. Or if you want to enter it via the MMR app or WMMR.com, you could do it that way too. One random entry wins $1,000 in our company wide contest, and each winner will get a call from Beasley. So make sure that you do indeed answer your phone. The contest rules are available at WMMR.com. It is sponsored by Horizon Services, and you can now enter the word like, L-I-K-E. If you want the money, go for it. We'll find out if you win a little bit. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. Lesson question, trash, music news are coming up. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Now, back with... Celebrate the coziest season with Acme. They're bringing all the fall flavors to you. From pumpkin everything to caramel apples and all your seasonal favorites. Make the most of fireside dinners, game-winning touchdowns, and warm family gatherings. Acme's here to help you spice, season, and savor every moment. You'll find fresh inspiration, chef-curated recipes, on-demand cooking classes, and more just waiting to be enjoyed. So slow down and fall into flavor at acmemarkets.com slash fall. More of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Queen 93.3 WMMR. You're welcome. Bohemian Rhapsody. You can never go wrong with us on No. You just can't go wrong with it. Nine minutes after 10 o'clock with the Preston and Steve Show. Wednesday morning. We're coming close to wrapping up these secret tax words, so... Make sure that you take advantage of uh, texting in the word secret to 39333. We'll get a winner in a little while. Bates Motel. Uh, we have a couple of tickets for you to win there. And also, you still have about four minutes left uh, for you who loot and your opportunity to win $1,000. So while you're in the texting mood, yeah, you can enter both these contests. Uh, text the word like. But do a different number, all right, 45911. That's our YooHoo Loot number. So text the word like to the special contest short code number 45911 if you're interested in winning $1,000. By the way, this text came in and said, uh, my four-and-a-half-year-old Connor is sick home from school and is rocking out in the car to Queen. Oh, Thank you. That's from Katie and Ridley, so uh, we're happy to do that. For love you. that. Hope he feels better. All right, today's lesson question. We give away a Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers prize pack. And the question we're going to go with, at 8 o'clock this morning, we sung a cappella, which song to kill a minute? <laughs> All right, 215-263-WMMR. We sung a song a cappella at 8 o'clock this morning. What song was that? Uh, just it was to kill a minute before we uh, had to do the you who loot. So let's see if you're listening. You know the answer. Two one five two six three WMMR. Give us a call. The trash business is a gold mine. Ninety three three WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Jersey Mike's planning your game day football feast. Well, Jersey Mike's has got you covered with everything you need for a great party or a tailgate. Order ahead on the Jersey Mike's app and skip the line. Jersey Mike's, a sub above. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Victoria Beckham causing concerns about her marriage to David Beckham because a fading tattoo of the letters DB on her wrist are causing concern. Victoria explains saying a third letter H is completely faded from her <laughs> Dubong Hits tattoo. Yeah! 
Yeah. So it's not anything to do with David Beckham. DVH. Yeah, DVH. Uh, Negan's original barbed wire baseball bat, Lucille from The Walking Dead, is going up for auction this week. Right now, the biggest bidder is expected to be Henry Winkler. No. Oh, Such a nice guy. Never God. knew. Rachel Dolezal, who famously claimed she identified as a black woman while working for the NAACP, now has an adult-only fans page. Dolezal says she no longer identifies as black and now identifies as a whore. I know it. (laughs) That's your Hollywood trick. We're going to go to the phones and see if we can get an answer to this question. Uh, At 8 a.m., we sung a song a cappella to kill a minute. What song was that? 215-263-WMMR. We are going to go to Sarah to see if we can get an answer. Hi there, Sarah. Hi. All right, Sarah, do you know what song we sang? Was it Staying Alive? It was... Hang on a second, Sarah, because you just won, and we are going to set you up with a Raising Cane's Chicken Finger prize pack, including a soft cooler, a t-shirt, and a koozie, and Raising Cane's gift cards uh, for free combo meals and soft drinks. Raising Cane's is focused on being the best at one thing and getting it right every time. Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers now open in Fairless Hills in the court at Oxford Valley. You can tell! the stats on how many people hung around for the uh, yeah. for the whole thing. The whole thing? Yeah. Yeah, if there's a way to see exactly how many people punched out at that particular moment. All right, we got to do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Music News is brought to you by Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. Uh, focused on being the best at one thing and getting it right every time. Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers now open in Fairless Hills in the court at Oxford Valley. One love. So Foo Fighters guitarist Chris Shiflett has opened up about the death of his bandmate Taylor Hawkins in an interview. Uh, he compared the loss of Taylor to that of his father. He said, I remember for a long time after my dad died, uh, you're sad about it, but you almost kind of like forget for a second. He said, even like waking up in the morning and for a foggy second or two, you forget that he's dead. And then you're like, oh, F, that's right, he's dead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shiflet said it's been a similar experience dealing with Hawkins' death, especially as the band prepped for the tribute concerts, which the one in Los Angeles, of course, was last night. He explained being at a rehearsals uh, rehearsal studio, uh, it's like you just expect him to walk in the room. And that's the part that's really bizarre, you know? It's true. It's it's reality. I don't know when that sinks in for real. So they're still, obviously, dealing with it. Uh, the tribute shows were last night. Did we get any audio yeah. of that? There's a couple of clips. Okay. Um, and th- obviously, we'll get a recap. Connor was there. Pierre, Pierre went to it. So when those guys get back, we'll get a little more in-depth of... Um, you know, what their impressions were of the whole so, thing. the event opened with uh, Dave Grohl's daughter singing Hallelujah. Okay, we'll play a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. 
That's really cool. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And then uh, Dave uh, welcomed the uh, audience with the uh, the remaining band members, and he, of course, as you would imagine, got emotional. Okay. If any of you have ever had the blessing to spend time with Taylor Hawkins, you'll know that that dude could make you smile and dance and and laugh and sing. So. Wow. Yeah, you can see that. Uh, we also have a couple more performance clips. There's a, uh, Joan Jett was on stage. Travis Barker uh, was playing drums behind her with the rest of the band, and they did Bad Reputation. Okay. Miley Cyrus and Joe Elliott of Def mm. Leppard. All right, here we go. Dave Chappelle sing? Uh, that I don't know. It says, um, Dave Chappelle sings Creep. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, he and Taylor were friends. Yeah, very good so, friends, yeah, yeah. apparently. Um, how long did it go for? Did we know the uh, the full run? Okay, because, nope. I mean, uh, last we heard the the European leg of it. Uh, six hours. Six hours, something yeah. like that. So, not really sure. When the guys get back, uh, we'll find out a little bit more. For a recap uh, and, about that. And the original one is available for viewing on, what is it? Is, is it Paramount Plus or what is it on? I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah because, no, I think it might be Paramount Plus because okay. it was like... And, it aired on, like, MTV, right? Right, I believe so, yeah. And that's part of the Paramount uh, CBS family. Yeah. Okay. Uh, am I reading this? Uh, yeah, Marissa found uh, she underlined something in the uh, Shiflet interview that seemed uh, interesting. Okay. Uh, this just in. I have okay. not seen this oh, yet. Oh, hey. Uh, so, so, here yeah, we go. Breaking, oh, news. News. Breaking, breaking news. Sitting four feet away from me. When asked if uh, while doing press people awkwardly avoid bringing up Hawkins, Shiflet said it probably will be more of a thing when we ever get around to putting out another Foo Fighters record and go back into the promo boogie woogie. So he is saying There's that they're going to be doing another. It, more it, not if, but when. When, yeah. We do another album. I figured that would be the case. Yeah. Uh, so, yep. So there you go. There's some confirmation for that. All right, a couple other things. Uh, Billy Corgan didn't mince words about how the music business does not produce happy people. Oh, Billy. He explained, uh, I don't know if you can be happy in the music business because the music business is sort of designed to mess with your head. 
I think the music business in particular has been very late to the game with mental health and artists. He said we lost Jimi Hendrix at 27 years old to addiction. And think of all the music that Jimi Hendrix didn't make. Uh, we're still talking about Jimi Hendrix uh, 54, 55 years after his death. Uh, I got lost in there because it's so sad to me. I think uh, think of all the people of my generation has lost just to addiction and suicide alone. And well, we were just talking about Taylor yeah, Hawkins. And, yeah. uh, it's a travesty that there wasn't more support systems around those artists. I don't mean to throw shade at anybody. I just know how the business works. It's one of exploitation. He went on to talk about how he feels lucky to remain one of rock survivors. He said, I feel blessed. So that's the start of every sentence. I would just like people to say he made it through. And if that inspired them to try harder, great. Uh, I'm not trying to be that role model, but I don't want to be on the other end of the casualty list. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins and Jane's Addiction kick off their North American tour on October 2nd. And by the way, our Word of the Week prize this week is a pair of the best seats in the house uh, and VIP merch for that show with Smashing Pumpkins and Jane's Addiction, which is coming up Friday, October 21st at the Wells Fargo Center. Judas Priest bassist. Ian Hill says that he and his bandmates are honored to finally be getting inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, the band will receive the Musical Excellence Award at the event, which will also honor Eminem, Dolly Parton, Duran Duran, Lionel Richie, Pat Benatar, Eurythmics, and Carly Simon in the performers category. In a new interview, Hill said, uh, these things come and go. You get excited for a while, and then you get let down on so many occasions, you think, ah, forget it. Ah, hell. <laughs> and you just, you don't lose any sleep. Uh, just from a vulgar commercial point of view, it doesn't really do you any good. It's not going to earn you any money. But, yeah, it's great to be recognized by your peers. It's a different sort of thing, isn't it? Uh, from your fans to be recognized by the people who also do it. Uh, he said, yeah, we're honored to be a part of it. So is this a, so yeah. does he have um, – so this is a different – this is a direct induction into the Hall of Fame? Or yeah. is it a – okay. No, it is, but it's not – qualify it with – it's not under the performer's category, that so that's why it's of, a little bit of, I don't know. Ah, hell. Ah, hell. <laughs> I don't know. Neil Young may have effectively signed over some of the rights to use his music and advertising when he sold 50% of his publishing to Hypnosis Songs in 2021, but that doesn't mean he hasn't reserved the right to weigh in subtly when his music is licensed for commercials going forward. Young seems to not be entirely approving of an NFL ad over the weekend that used Beck's newly commissioned cover version of Old Man as its soundtrack. The veteran rocker did not weigh in on the Beck cover or its usage directly, uh, but he seemed to say it all with an image that was posted to his official Instagram account on Monday. Before I reveal what that is, we should have audio of that yeah. cover. Yeah, Let's listen to a little bit of it, and I'll tell you what, uh, what he said about it. Faithful. Hey, you're I, a legend, man. Yeah, 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 for sure. So that's uh, the clips that you hear in there is uh, Tom Brady and uh, Patrick Mahomes. Is that how you say Pat his Mahomes, name? Mahomes, yeah. Mahomes. What's up, Mahomes? Mahomes. 
Um, and so, by the way, that's a that's a good cover. Of that I song. think it's excellent. I like I've that. always loved the song, and he and he he did justice by it. So uh, the photo posted was a still from his music video. This notes for you a protest song that uh, decreed the use of music and advertising from 1988. When selling out to Madison Avenue was still a raging controversy in rock and roll circles. Not so much anymore. Uh, sponsored by Nobody, reads the legend uh, on the fake beer bottle that Young is holding up to the camera in the photo he reprised on Tuesday. So it's kind of a, you know, a dissident. I won't dance for the man. In advertising game between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Kansas City Chiefs, the NFL commercial uh, pictures back performing an acoustic rendition of Old Man as playful commentary on the idea that the team's respective quarterbacks, Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes, are veritable old men in you their see? profession. So yeah. that's what that was all about. Sorry to bore you. No, Casey just not. yawned really loud. <laughs> he just goes, <laughs> I got a fart. <laughs> Nuh-uh. 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 Yeah, you, have, you have to fart. You have to fart. Uh, producer Nile Rodgers, legendary producer. Legendary, absolutely. Also, uh, He's member, in the Rock and Hall of Fame. Member of the band Chic is now uh, the namesake of an asteroid. Rogers' friend, Simon Lowry, who works at the European Southern Observatory. 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 It's on 1th Street. 1th. 1th Street. Uh, and is affiliated with the International Astronomic <laughs> Union arranged the honor. He revealed the newly named... Nile Rogers, 1911, at a dinner celebrating the songwriter's 70th birthday earlier. This so they're month. doing that now. Naming the, you, you could always join the star registry and get a star named after you, but now you can actually get an asteroid. No, yeah, yeah. So this is, uh, but this is how its official designation. Yeah. I and mean, when scientists like refer that. to this, they will refer to it as uh, Nile Rogers, 1911. It was first discovered in April 2005. Lowry went through a formal process with the IAU and had the potato-shaped asteroid officially renamed for Rogers. I uh, told the outlet that uh, Nile Rogers 191911 is about 300 million miles away from Earth, uh, taking just under six years to complete one full orbit. It's approximately one and a quarter miles wide and would destroy Earth, basically, right. in the unlikely event of falling out it's of orbit. just a bit smaller than Kip Winger 27B. Mm. Okay. Well, it should be bigger, I yeah, would think. Yeah, I know, you know, I know. But and then finally, I'm going to wish a happy birthday to someone. Uh, most of our listening audience may not know, uh, but I saw a little notification that a friend of ours by the name of Bobby Silver has. Oh, today. we love Bobby. Bobby is a longtime uh, local record representative. Legendary. And uh, she retired several years ago. Haven't seen her. Uh, nope. But you know what? You still get the birthday letters from her all the time. Just go outside and yell her name. And, yeah. Uh, you know. Bobby! That's all you got to do. So we love Bobby, and I wanted to wish her a very happy birthday. She's great. Yep. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in music news for you. All right, uh, that means we need a secret text word caller. So, Kathy, give it to us. The one-th caller. The one-th caller. First caller that knows the secret text word is going to be our winner. (laughs) 215-263-WMMR. We'll be right back. Tomorrow from 7 to 9, Casey Boy Rocks Saloon 151. 151 West Gay Street in Westchester. Enter for a chance to win Eagles Dallas tickets or a Dallas Goddard autographed helmet courtesy of Bud Light. Plus, enjoy 250 Bud Light bottles. 
Killers. Song Boy, 93.3 WMMR show last night. Uh, Wells Fargo Center. Anybody yeah. Anybody we know? Did you go, Marissa? You have a good time? Thumbs up, she says. Good time. Had by all. They're always good. Yeah. Fun was had by all. Yes, it was. Uh, it is 10.36. And, uh, yeah, our text says, uh, was at the show last night. Uh, they and Johnny Marr absolutely killed it. Uh-huh. One of the best shows I've seen in years. Uh, so that's awesome. Good. Glad you made it. Excellent. I would like to thank the guests on our program today. We had uh, Sheba Russell, new yeah. evening anchor of Fox 29. New person in town. Figured we'd meet her. And uh, she was really cool. She comes, we get them early, and then uh, for something, we, we say something inappropriate on the air, and then their their news director hears it and doesn't want them back. I mean, you were discussing with her which prostitute you would take in the car. <laughs> she so. liked Pretty Woman. Yeah. Like the movie about prostitutes. Yeah. She's not coming on anymore. She is. <laughs> well, we had the one time with her. Uh, and then uh, Randy Bates was on. He checked yeah. in from uh, Bates Motel, Haunted Attractions, Bigger and Better Than Ever, Ready to Go, and... Our big friggin' deal this week is a pair of tickets for just 50 bucks, and that's for all the attractions. Here. Great. So yeah. Wild supplies last, mind you. So you're going to need to get those before they are completely sold out. All right, let's see uh, if we can get a secret text word winner. Uh, we were looking for the one caller, as Kathy had said. <laughs> and it's Angie. 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 Good morning. Hi, Angie. Do you know the secret text word? Is it poster? It is. It is poster, and since you got it right, we are going to give you uh, some tickets to go to the Bates Motel. So hang on the line. We'll get your information. We're going to give you those combo passes, and uh, it's Bates Motel and the whole haunted attractions in Glen Mills, and it's this week's big friggin' deal. Like I said, two tickets to the Bates Motel and the haunted attractions, just 50 bucks. That's half price to experience the number one haunted attraction in America, and you can get it now at WMMR.com. Use the keyword deal. While the supplies last. So, congratulations. And Jackie Bam Bam is here. Hey, hey, man. How we doing? Wonderful. How are you? I am wonderful. I was listening, uh, like I was telling you, Romano, I really enjoyed hearing the new anchor on Fox 29, Sheba, and yes. uh, Casey Boy. Still, no pretty woman. I don't even watch movies or TV. We have to set up a date night. I have the VHS tape. You could come over and oh we'll do God. date night again. All right. How about this weekend? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you yeah, know what? Another, another favorite vision. movie, can I mention? Yeah. About last night. No oh. one loves it. I love Demi more and them overalls. Hello. R- <laughs> and what bar That's did right. we pass on um, Friday night in Sunset Strip? The Roxy. No, wasn't the, the Sunset bar, Wasn't the bar called about last night? What was it? What was oh. it? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we did pass that right where we parked. But the bar that they go to in the movie is, is called it? Mother's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a regular place that they Chicago, go to. Chicago. It's in Chicago. Field. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was a great one. I love Demi more. Let me focus here. All right, <laughs> focus, sir. <laughs> um, so we'll do date night with you guys. Uh, but in the meantime, we need to do the letter of the day. Ready? It's on. All right. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, in the. The President Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter... The letter A is in apple. Is that what you're eating over there, Casey boy? Yeah. All right. A is in apple, <laughs> and we have a pair of tickets, uh, the best seats in the house, actually, uh, for the... And also VIP merchandise uh, for the Smashing Pumpkins and Jane's Addiction show. Friday, October 21st, Wells Fargo Center. And the Celestial Colleagues VIP merch package includes access to Smashing Pumpkins Lounge, Exclusive merch and VIP entrance and tickets for the show are on sale now via Wells Fargo Center Philly.com. 
Uh, what are you doing on the program today? Jim? I will have those tickets, like I mentioned, without all the VIP, blah, 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 blah. I don't do yeah. that. But we'll have them in our prize coffin. Now, Workforce Blocks on Pierre's menu today. We have Creed, Silvertide, Philly Boys. Yeah. Uh, 18 years ago today, they uh, released their debut album. We'll track through that. Then we're going to Motown USA. Stevie Wonder is on the docket. Uh, we're going to debut the Beck cover of Neil Young's Old Man, you know, tribute to Tom Brady, 24, and so much more. We'll play the uh, full song. I think we're going to line that up in the 11 o'clock hour. And, of course, 12 noon, another chance for $1,000 and a YooHoo loot keyword. It's all there. Excellent. And I think Pierre's going to check in as well. All right. Nice. Very good. All right. Thank you, Jackie. And I'd like to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Acme Markets Fresh Foods. Local flavors, Acme. Uh, official grocery store, the Preston and Steve show. Little dance going on here. Listen, at the second he gets done talking over there, Jackie, he, he, then we, then he and I, we have a. We're gonna kiss all the night. We just kind of like mime back and forth to each other. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Also brought to you by Raising Cane. We're gonna have to deal with this for a while. Yeah, Two more days, Romano. Romano. That's Romano. it. Romano. Bonding, I mean. Raising Cane's chicken fingers now open at Fairless Hills in the court at Oxford Valley. One love. And also brought to you by Squeezed.com. Feel great and lose weight with Squeezed. Uh, tomorrow on the program, listen to this, man. Uh, number one, Dr. Mike stopped by. We're going to get some flu shots. Charlie Manuel will be joining us. And Dana Carvey ah, will be on the show tomorrow. This is going to be fun. Uh, so that's it. We're done. Rage on. And have yourself a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye.